Viewer discretion is advised. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter Dan Terry. That does happen. Wait, the same Dan Terry from 9-11? Yes. Yep, the same, same one who did one in the Me and Muhammad. So, uh, welcome to Three-Way Theater. Hey, guys. I'm Mike Pavel. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. And this is Best in Show. Yeah. Our little three-way theater offshoot. Yeah. You know? It's the sister show. It is. It is our sister yeah. show. And our brother show would be uh, three-way theater. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that's what I was going good, for. Good call. Good uh-huh. call. And uh, this is how you say a take two. Right. Yeah. So we are here for Best in Show where we go ahead and we review uh, pro wrestling shows as opposed to the pro wrestling movies. Uh-huh. Yes. And um, with that, we always bring a special guest star to come sit with us on the panel, talk about the events in question. Who do we have tonight, Jake? Tonight we have referee extraordinaire and one hell of a ring truck driver. He is Rob Greer. Hello. <laughs> hello. Yes. Hello. Oh, hello. Uh, welcome. I like your entrance. Uh, it's because I'm going to be acting like multiple MIGs for this whole episode. Now, um, gentlemen, yeah. I'm going to do something oh, which we seem Payne to forget yes. Uh, yes. on this program. You see, what we do here is we watch a pro wrestling show. Take a napkin. Yep. yep. Uh, and then we watch the entire show separately. Yes. Yes. And we take notes on to which match we think is the best, which one we think is the worst, and our favorite spot from each match. Each yes. and every match. And we discuss it. Right. And Man. Jake mentioned, alluded to the fact that this is take two, because as we mentioned on the last episode of Muggsy's Girls, we already tried to record this once. Uh-huh. It did not go so well. No. no. We were um, not kicked out of a hotel, but we were warned about it. We were very strictly, like, they were like... Listen, people are sleeping. There's families here. Um, but I then they were up at fucking 7 a.m. running down the goddamn halls. Those fucking kids. Yeah, it's, and it's bullshit. I mean, I was just screaming ethnic scurs. <laughs> ethnic scurs. I was screaming ethnic scurs at full volume, whatever those are. They were very scurry. I'll very tell scurry. you that much. I, uh, I, I want to tell, tell you right now that I'm not sure that my answer in the last... Uh, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same because I don't remember what I said last well, luckily, time. Luckily, our so listeners will luckily. never hear. Yeah, yeah really, Mike Pip is not writing down what he thought. He's outlining the flower on the uh, napkin. It's yep. actually a dragonfly. I just wrote poop. Oh. Um, so yes. I know what match that is. That yep. would apply to this show. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, it um, would. I also figured I'd give everybody, uh, our, our panel here, a visual yeah, reminder of the show. Um, but again, uh, the show we are actually reviewing tonight is the final pay-per-view of Extreme Championship Wrestling. Really the final event, because they did a couple of house shows a couple of days later, but this is the last televised event. Guilty as charged, 2001, 2001. Wow. Uh, from the Hammerstein Ballroom in uh, New York. Uh, aired on January 7th, 2001. Um, 
They had two final house shows about a, uh, four days later in Pines Bluff, Arkansas, was the last ever Fuck. ECW show. Oh, hard so of ECW bizarre. country. Yeah. What a place to die. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I bet so many people have died in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to die, that seems like an appropriate place yeah. to go. And the, the last moment of the show were the hardcore, diehard ECW Pine Bluff fans. Please come back. <laughs> Please come back. That's, so, that's so sad. They, that's what they cheered as, as the show ended. Oh, and then uh, they came they? back for December. No, they never came oh, back. Oh, no, yeah, no, you're right. They did not come back. Yeah, no. Oh, I love the ECW originals like Vince McMahon and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like, Man, yeah. Please don't go. Oh. Please don't go. So, I mean, torn. yeah, yeah, yeah. All what did you guys feel about the one night stand? When they did the first one night stand, that was great. It was awesome. It was amazing. Like, they so did it right. They did it right. They you got know? licensed music. That was cool as shit. To be able to have Sandman come out to Metallica on that show, it definitely felt like... It made all the difference in the world. Yeah. Sure it did. All the difference in the world. And uh, Thunderkiss 65 actually played. I thought that was kind of neat when all the all the ECW and Lomino's coming out for the big party at the end. Yes. Yeah. You know, they, they really did it right, and... Uh, that's one of the best memories I have of like ECW and that just one revival. Yeah. And when they decided to bring it like back full time a year later, like you should have just saw the writing on the wall that was never going to be able to recapture that magic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it it sounded promising at the time when they first came up with it. Like they wanted to. People were all in because of the first uh, one night stand was such right, a huge and we hit. thought that's what it was going to be like. And why? Fuck were we why wrong? would we think that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, we did get ECW Zombie, which is just Ooh, a treasure. Yeah, that's very, true. Really very first appearance by anyone on an ECW show. Um, yep. Did any one of you guys watch the Hardcore Homecoming? That took place in 2005? No, wasn't it like the night before? The night, um, I believe it was the night before, that's correct. And these were all the guys who couldn't get booked by the Shane Douglas was the mastermind behind the event. Uh That makes sense. Um, A couple of guys did do double duty. There were a couple of talents that did both nights. Um, Sambu. So no, no one actually watched the event? No, no, no. I know they got everybody who I wanted on one night stand. (laughs) I wasn't on there. (laughs) New Jack, Jack, Raven, Shane. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Tracy much. Mothers. Oh, yes. You need Tracy. There were a couple of lower-level guys that did double. Like, they were just there. You know, guys like, you know, the gatekeeper of ECW, like Chili Willie. Yeah. yeah. Things That's like that, you know. Legend. We'll get to him. Um, so, alone. I had you guys, we were, were kind of just watching through as well, ECW Guilty as Charged. We had the five-and-a-half-minute opening promo of this event. Five so, so fucking th- minutes. Was so that th- how long it was? Yeah. yeah. It felt, yeah, that's how it felt. Because it was, it was really all just long. generic music. Yeah, and it was just replayed <laughs> over. It was like Gary Glitter some like, it was really, I wish it was Gary Glitter. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like A with a question mark. A. A. So, we revealed uh, that it's the, the actual uh, promo video that played was the Renegades of Funk. Yes. Yes. Um, a lot of uh, Rage Against the Machine, it seemed. So I, I kind of wanted to throw it out to you guys, too. Are there any, like, either video packages or, I mean, we just talked about entrance music with Metallica. Was there any kind of music that really defined ECW to you uh, guys? Uh, November Rain. Yes. 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 That's a good one. Oh, my God. The fucking yeah. Beulah getting 3D'd. And then they played that, I feel like, every fucking Every single year. show. Yes. Holy uh, shit. What about... They'd be playing November Rain in the middle of August, just playing it. Hey, listen, they had to hype it up. What about the video that Beulah did? It was a very sexy video, and it was like, it was. I, p- I believe the song was actually in like Romeo and Juliet, that uh-huh. remake that they did. 
It was on that album, but it was very Romeo plus Juliet uh-huh. with uh, Leonardo Leo DiCaprio, DiCaprio oh, and fucking uh, Claire Danes. It was like a hip hop version. Did you look yeah. at a video to that? The wheelchair guy from Oz was in it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure was. The wheelchair guy from yeah, Oz. There you go. Look yeah. it up, folks. Yep. It's there. there. Harold, I can't pronounce his last name, but go ahead. I mean, when I think of ECW, I think of obviously White Zombie. White Zombie. Dale. I, yes, the Miserloo. Yeah, yeah, of course. Miserloo is probably, I mean, it's got to be the most. Famous. We've used it in NCW multiple times. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think of uh, ECW music, I think of Hookah Blues. Like, Saturday uh-huh. music? Even yeah. Though, and they would still use it for promo packages that right. weren't involving him. Yeah. I know Mikey and I both bought ECW the music. Did you guys ever buy oh, yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My I've... buddy borrowed it, and now I don't have it anymore. <laughs> I have a case, but I don't have the CD. So I used to have... waste. I used to have to buy full CDs just to get one song that I really liked. Yeah, do you remember those days? Jesus Christ. Sure do. Back in my day. Oh, I have to buy the whole American Badass album when or, I just want to hear the song. Or I could buy the Kasingle. Oh. Yeah. Mikey loves fucking Kasingles. Oh, he loves the goddamn... Loves Mike. Why buy the fucking whole album? Kasingles Only one, one goddamn song. Do you go to Strawberries to get your fucking Kasingles? Kasingles? You yeah, could send in box tops and get Kasingles from your <laughs> cereal. Like, that's how I got one from Information Society. Back in the day, all right, all right. Um, you got to think about it. They're either doing that now again with a Fye. You can go in, take a CD, and then you can scan it, and you just can just just one one song on a CD. That's a great idea. Oh, here we go. No, I was trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. But. Get rid of the get rid of the Romeo and Juliet part. Oh, just put yeah. So like, I think November Rain is a really good. Um, I think it's a good example because yeah, thanks for opening they, that, Mikey. They they did First November to remember so many times, and even after they did the angle with Tommy Dreamer and the Dudley Boys, they replayed that every single year, and that's how you knew that was November. Remember was like their big road. That was with WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes, it was. The two the two other songs I can remember one obviously is Natural Born Killers. Yeah, because right. they played it consistently and thoroughly every time New Jack even made an appearance. And the other one, which is just hilarious, that they played all the time, was Desperado. Yeah, yes, Terry Funk. Funk. He'd come out to Desperado, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah? Like, are we cheering this? Like, Why don't, don't you come through your senses? Been out riding fences so long now. Woo! Oh, you know <laughs> You gonna kick Raven's ass and then retire twenty times. All right, let's move on. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, the generator just blew up. Oh no, we only had twenty seconds left. Oh, oh god damn it. God. Um, yeah, I can't find that Beulah. It's not. It's not. I don't know why we're still looking up. We're in the Manhattan Ballroom. Yes, in in front of twenty five hundred fans. I mean, here's the thing. Up until the end, even on the house shows, ECW was selling out. They were drawing left and right. They were selling out. But they were were not making any money. Or they weren't at least paying anybody. No. They were paying for the buildings. They were trying to... Paulie had basically disappeared for the last three months of the company and left it in the hands of Tommy Dreamer. Trying to find TV. He's going to get hardcore TV back on the air. Um, but the thing is, ECW is still selling out in every venue. They just couldn't train. Like, here's a question for you: How is Rhino the TV champion when they're not even on fucking TV? Hey, yeah. Cyrus. Good <laughs> <call>. <laughs> 
Now, did anybody? I'm sure some of you guys did go to ECW live shows. Yes. yes. How? Like, I remember going towards the end too, and I feel like there was a little bit of a vibe, like this wasn't because they were at the Salem Eye Center at the very end. Once they started leaving. Um, Revere and Webster and yes. these places that they ran but I was still up. going to the Fall River Armory for their shows I, yeah. did go, uh, I did go to one of those because Sid was there the Sid Palladium ones were amazing Palladium was a great oh, place. Was so good did Sid powerbomb Mike Nice uh, no he did so not so that was that was 99 so you pretty much did you like well, trail off. I, um, I, I uh, honestly, and and watching this pay per view, it was the first time I watched this pay per view. Right. So by this time, I was checked out, man. I was checked out. So once, uh, once like Raven came back on TNN and won like the title. That with was Tommy like the Dreamer. first ECW on TNN. After that, yeah. after that I can't remember much. Yeah. You know, so you remember Commissioner New Jack when Paul Heyman was just like whatever and threw New Jack out there. See, that's that's all foreign to me. Um. So, I was I I devoted myself to anything ECW. So I was still going to house shows as long as they were coming local. And then I was so blind to it. I even went to the first WWE ECW house show oh, they did man. in New Hampshire. Wow! Uh, MTE and I drove up. We saw a lot. Of, it was a lot of developmental talent. A few of the old school, you know, Balls and Axel were on the show. Mm. Things like, and I the, my most vivid memory of it was like the show was like. Okay, like Sheamus was working one of the matches on the show. It was like really, it was 2006. Sheamus started an ECW. Yeah. I forgot about that yep. shit. God damn. Um, uh, uh, fucking the guy from Ascension. He's been in the, he, he worked the show. Wow. So that's how long he's been in like developmental and working through the system. Jesus. The only thing I remember is that they did the show, and you know we went back to the gas station to get some gas before we headed back to Rhode Island. In fucking Balls Mahoney's right there getting gas. So I'm like, Balls, good job tonight, brother. And he's like, yeah, thanks, kid. And like, I was just like, ah, fucking Balls Mahoney. Like, I still had that hardcore mentality where I was like, even though they're part of the system and they're part of the WWE now, like, I was still, still had hope. I still had hope. And maybe I should have, you know, looking at the other talent on the show. But I mean, again, you're getting to watch a Sheamus match in like 2006. Ooh. So that, I mean, that's kind of cool to watch the guys that came up from nothing. And like, I, uh, I went to a SmackDown taping in probably 2008, 2009. And it was Kofi Kingston's uh, debut, I believe. If he could have had another match on previous ones, but whatever. Right. He uh, had a dark match uh, to open the show, and he wrestled Steve Carino. What? Wow. Kofi That's Kingston. crazy. And me and my friend Mike Schoen lost our fucking minds when Steve Carino. We're like, why is it Steve Carino? On, on WWE? Yes. Really? Great. But I think that's the, the mentality that if you were an ECW fan, like when any of the ECW guys showed up on Nitro during like the peak of the Monday Night Wars, yeah. oh, when man. fucking Hack showed up. Yeah. You know, despite how much you hated that name. Right. Like, why are they calling him fucking Listen, Hack? I'll tell you how fucking much. It. I marked out so much <laughs> when Chastity showed up on WCW. Yeah. Holy shit. It's like, wow, you guys really just taking anybody who even walked by the oh, ECW building. Here's Lupus. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Lupus? Oh, the booger-eating moron? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, I just, I feel like you have that connection with these with these talents, with these guys that gave so much, and, like, especially since I was younger watching it, like, I just had that connection to them. And, like, that's why I think it's such a bummer that we watch this show. And little, yeah. hip, and little hipster JC, uh... He really had his heart broken. I did. Yeah, this, for this, sure. This is a rough show. I mean... Well, here's the thing. We weren't necessarily supposed to do this show 
this month. No. We were originally supposed to do the Jeff Lawrence Wrestling Guys, and they had some personal issues that came up, and we just, you know, we, we picked this one. We have other ECW shows we're going to be doing this But season. I think it's apropos that we did the first ever ECW pay-per-view with yep. Barely Legal. That was our first best yeah. in show. We're, you know, two years in doing this now with Three-Way Theater, and we're watching the final ECW yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, we saw the beginning and the end, and... Throughout the rest of the year, we're going to watch a couple of the middle. Right. So you guys haven't gotten any taste of New Jack yet. Well, oh, not, not on Best in Show. I mean, you're in for a treat. <laughs> you have to make sure we bring you back when we get oh, New Jack. Oh, boy, please. Whatever New Jack wrestled the most on. Yes, indeed. I mean... So can I... Um, yeah, go for it. So I, I can't believe I'm going to have to read this again. Dude, go for it. Joel Gartner's... <laughs> oh, you're going to get... Please do. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, as you guys would know, Joe Gertner invented, I would say, the sleazy introduction, and Val Venus would later steal it. If that. he didn't invent it, he fucking perfected it. Hello. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> the man for whom, if it's guilty for my cock to be large, then you know I'm always guilty as charged. I'm the quintessential stud muffin, Joel. Another pay-per-view here in New York City. And with her face on my nuts, even that girl would look pretty, points to a real girl in the front row. Wait, wait, I shouldn't have said that. It was kind of shitty. I apologize. I'm just trying to be witty. And I hope you're not offended, because that would surely be a pity. Because I'm just going to fondle those titties and lick that little clitty. Gertner. He was putting a lot into that, but I feel like it was one of his... I was going to ask you if he felt that he was yeah. half-assing it. Yeah. That was Joel Chipperson right there. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to lick that little fucking... Cl- I'm going to make your clitty so fucking wet. You're going to be like, <laughs> like a bunch of lakes in your pants. Go to fucking break, Paul. <laughs> so we open up. Uh, they come out. And then uh, Joel Gardner introduces the team of the future. And if any team represented each ECW's future... No one would be better than Joey Matthews and Christian York. Techno Team Who Thousand? <laughs> oh Did they God. ever get a name? No. no. They were just York Christian Matthews. Matthews. York and yeah. Matthews, yeah. I mean... Here's the thing. These are two guys that could have been really great in the ECW tag yeah. division. Yeah. But there's no personality. They're just two no. fucking dudes. Imagine them... Yeah, the, the crowd would have, like, hated them. But and you could do something with that. I, I think it's really cool. They're wrestling in Holy the titles. It's cool as shit. I mean, we're watching this right now. And this is the shot. So in this opener, first of all, the Baldies show up. The like, fuck? Uh, the is punching Brandino Davis. I gotta say that. Brandino <laughs> is gonna fuck him up. Oh, uh, boy. This went on way oh, too long geez. before I realized that it wasn't the gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take for you to realize? Uh, probably about the DDT How on the you know, There's no white person in the gangsters. No. Listen. There's no uh, Christian. Mustafa looks different. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you got, uh, you had York and Matthews come out before immediately getting jumped by Da Baldies. So this is where the confusion really comes into play for me because ECW had that really great train wreck style where match leads to match leads to match. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, so I guess they're doing Da Baldies versus York and Matthews. You'd think so. You'd think so. But it's actually Jerry Lynn and Cyrus? Right, who make their way to the ring. Well, they uh, have their own personal ref. They're a, uh, Cyrus is a member of the management, <laughs> what, the network? The network, brother. And well, the network was already dead. Well. Well, you're right. Listen. Listen. He's still the network for this, and he won the feud. 
He yeah. did. You're right. That's wow. Fair enough. Rock and bull and roller jam live. <laughs> Who's laughing now as he runs Impact Wrestling? Mark yeah. D'Amato. <laughs> Sitting there in a tub of money. Godfather <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark D'Amato? Yep. From Roller Jam? You know it, brother. Like, why, I mean, in in the grand scheme of like coherent linear thought, why couldn't you just have the Debaldis wrestle the match, beat them down, win, and just have Cyrus and Jerry Lynn come in there after? Because there's no heat there. There's Jerry no Lynn, heat here Jerry either. Jerry Lynn and Cyrus getting the pin. <laughs> Listen, Jerry Lynn hit the cradle, the cradle pile driver and immediately tags in Cyrus, who comes in and gets the pin. That's such a shitty heel move. Also, note that but does not really mean anything. Jerry Lynn wearing a dying fetus shirt. That did pop me. I was like, is that a dying? It is. He uh, He's a big metalhead. He is a so huge metalhead. It's so weird. Like you, He's a guy from Minnesota. He's like already older at this point. Yeah. So it's, it's, already, it's just so weird. Yeah. I mean, that would also explain his uh, catchphrase, Jerry fucking um, can we um, can we make sure we clarify that uh, <laughs> the shirt that he's wearing is the name of a metal band? Yeah. He doesn't have the, uh, an actual dead, uh, fetus? dead fetus on his shirt. No, no, you're yes, Mike. That is true. <laughs> it is the name dying fetus? Yeah. not an actual dying uh-huh. fetus. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to make sure I got that. And he's also out. wearing these stupid fucking track shorts. Again, everybody's phoning it in at this point. Yes, yes. including uh, Louis Dangerously. Because he brings a phone to the ring with him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Really phoning it in. But like, even a gimmick like Louis Dangerously, wouldn't you say that's like a that's phoning it in right there? Just like. I would say yes, but I think Louie gave it it all, gave it his all. Louie did great with it. And because he's still an ECW original, he was sign guy Dudley, and he was there for so long. I'd say he gets a pass. Um. All right. So. <laughs> they hit some fucking moves. York and Matthews gets a whole bunch of nothing in this match. Nothing. And then uh, Cyrus gets the pin on York or Matthews. So I don't know. JC, how long that match feel to you? Oh, boy. Um. Well, so the actual match, probably, what, two minutes, two and a half minutes? Uh, 2.41. Okay. Good, right. Good job. Right there. Remember, Jake, uh, what was your favorite spot? Um. Yeah, I'd say my favorite spot of the match was... Uh, one of the baldies picked up uh, one of the smaller guys up for a power bomb, and the other one came off with a missile drop kick. It wasn't perfect, but uh, like the theory of the spot was good. So it was like a pull up power bomb into the missile drop kick, and that was also uh, which also led it to a doomsday device. Yeah. yeah. So also my spot of the match. Okay. That, um, again, looked really good, but it was. Sl- it, I mean, it seemed in theory good, yeah. but it looked like shit in yeah. uh, practice. I mean, I guess I don't know if it counts, but I guess it is still part of the match technically. But I would go with the Gertner DDT. Yeah, oh, right. just because, like, one, I'll tell you, watching it again, what fucking nineteen years later, twenty years later, yeah, I'm sitting there, and I'm like. Why the fuck did Gardner take a DDT on the floor outside in the opening spot? He killed him. That's yes. like, yeah. that's like a hard floor. I mean, there's no way he's coming back after that. There's no way he's going to show yeah, later right. in the that's, show. Let's just forget about him, guys. All right. Well, that's the last we heard of Joel Gardner. R.I.P. R.I.P. Leave the memories alone. Go run a shitty promotion in Connecticut. Yep. Whoop. Uh, Cold for Reddit. There, no. <laughs> there goes the point where I was going to tag Joel Gardner, who I follow on Instagram. Yep. Kind of thing. Uh, I love you, Joel. That's not true. Before we get like too 
deep into this show. Too late. Get as deep as you want. I mean, I, I, I just, I did, didn't you have, didn't you have, due to some recent events. Uh, okay, so we want to get into that now. Yeah, okay, should, all right. I think we should go right into it. All right, so I'm, oh, hap- I'm happy to get into this. Hold on. So, do you, are you guys familiar with The Rock and Rebel? Yes. Chuck Williams? <laughs> no. No. I am yes. not familiar with The Rock and Rebel. So all right. Please explain. So, Rebel explain. Uh, wrestled for ECW very early on. He was a stalwart. Those early, uh, yes. very early on, well, ninety four. Here's the thing: he's a stalwart for a very specific reason. Rock and Rebel had a Philadelphia promoter's license, right. which basically gave him carte blanche to get on almost any show in the local area for the Eastern Championship Wrestling before they became extreme. Uh, Todd Gordon and those guys uh, with the NWA promoter. What's Dennis? Uh, right. Okay. So. Basically, Rock and Rebel had a free pass because if you wanted to work a show in Philadelphia and you didn't have a license, you got to go through him. So um, I took this excerpt. Okay, so I mean, let's preface it with the reason why we're bringing up the Rock and Rebel right now. Uh, as of what two days ago? Yeah. So ago? this is being recorded on June third, twenty eighteen. And um, just like two days earlier, news has come out from Philadelphia that there's been a murder-suicide yeah. with, uh, you know, Rock and Rebel possibly being involved. And well, Jay- he was involved. Uh, right, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. He's dead. Oh, no. So He was involved. At the time, people were saying that Rock and Rebel killed his wife and then killed himself. Jake, you're saying that there might be other news coming now? Um, I've heard a report that said it could have been the opposite that happened. Where that his wife. His wife killed him and, and then, then shot herself. herself. But you know, interesting. It's something you never really hear about. Yes. When you said that, I originally thought like you're gonna say Kevin Sullivan did it. I'm like, all right, that's not Zing. fair. Come on. But <laughs> like, I can't say. Obviously, I can't say for sure because all these things are like at this point just rumor. But um, th- right. I heard it may have been huh. the opposite. So I wanted to read just I. So I sometimes I we've talked about this on previous podcasts where I sometimes like to read the Dave Meltzer Wrestling Observers from around that time. Okay. You know, just kind of come up with different things. And the fact, like, so about a month ago, I read something about the Rock and Rebel. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. But who gives a fuck about the Rock and Rebel? And then, obviously, things have changed. So I just thought this, this story was kind of funny. Um, one of the worst wrestlers who ever stepped foot in the ring. First off, he only gets booked because he holds a Pennsylvania State Promoter's License and he has ring insurance. He holds people up for more money and shuts down shows by calling the state to report them because they don't use his promoter's license. He's more interested in finding a new rat to screw than work in the ring. Aren't we all? (laughs) Lovely fella. He's not much in the ring. A Hogan leg drop and some back chops along with a 20-minute promo calling women in the crowd pigs. Yeah, that'll get you some. And being a racist is nothing but cheap heat. Looks like someone. He looks like someone that should be dropping the kids off in for softball practice in his minivan than in the ring. Juiced out pot belly and saggy looks. He should wrestle in a sports bra. Well, past his prime if he ever had a prime in the first place. He once formed. Uh, no, this, this is racist, Lon. Let me just skip that. Walter, you so If you listen to the Tommy Dreamer RF video shoot, he told a great rib about uh, Rock and Rebel, where basically there was going to be a big battle royal, with the winner of the battle royal going on to wrestle Shane Douglas in the main event of the show. The whole locker room was clued into the rib, and they basically told Rock and Rebel he was going over the match and going on to challenge Shane Douglas later in the night. Well... 
the match started and every single wrestler ganged up on the Rock and Rebel, beat the fucking shit out of him, and he was the first one tossed out of the <laughs> ring. Uh, now, he mows lawns for a living and plays wrestler on the weekends, but you only see him in small Pennsylvania and Delaware shows because he still to this day cons people into renting out his insurance. Except for now on June 3rd, 2018. He'll never do that again. No. Wow. Um, yeah, I remember seeing him on uh, very early CZW shows, and I believe it was the same sort of uh, situation. Yeah, so one of the very first ECW tapes yes. that I bought, he was on it. And he was on those early hardcore TVs and things that like would, that. He would always just be wrestling in jeans and shit, just no shirt. Just like, it's just always fun for me to like learn more about those types of guys. And like he had a promoter's license, he had insurance. That's why he's here. He was also a preliminary guy in the uh, late late eighties. Yes, eighty eight, eighty nine. So that's um, how a lot of guys used to get their jobs, right? Just either that, or just they were the drug guy, or yeah, something like that. Pretty much. <laughs> or their dad uh, rented out the ring to the company. Yeah. So I wish Rock and Rebel, you know, the best. <laughs> you know, and I feel like. Well, it's a bit late for that, Jason. Can you edit it in, leave the memories alone, like right here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and oh. just cut in the... Holes leave the memories? Yep. Cut in a promo of Rock and Rebel calling women pigs. I will find... If I can find one, I will definitely throw that on there. Set to leave the memories alone. <laughs> um, so I feel like out of all the people for this final ECW show, Rock and Rebel should have got a shot, man. <laughs> yeah, no. Why not, right? No New Jack. Put Rock and Rebel in there. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No new no jack. jack. So I watched this show live, ECW Guilty as Charged 2001, and when Jerry Lynn and Cyrus start talking about, there's no surprise. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yep. Now, could be anything. Originally, they were advertising Scott Hall for the show. Right? Yes. Oh, that's yes. right. Was at the surprise. Yes. yes, you're right. Okay. I actually just went back. It'd be funny if we didn't talk about this once before, but you know. <laughs> but it's yeah. new to me. <laughs> no, it isn't. We talked about it on the first it's time. It's new to me now. <laughs> I actually just went back and watched Scott Hall's ECW debut. First of all, any, anyone know who it was against? No. Um, who was it? Shetty? <laughs> Big Sal. Jesus Christ. God. Big Sal uh, Graziano. And the reaction that he got when he came out to the Fuji's Ready or Not, it was it was Ready or Not, Here I Come. And like the crowd's just like, who the fuck is this? It's just music. And then when Scott Hall comes out, the crowd collectively comes. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It was so good. That feels like a good song for Scott Hall. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. it was so good. Was it probably like the same type of reaction when Sid Vicious came out for his first ECW match? So, yeah. Oh, Very yeah. Much so. yeah, I remember that. Place and, uh, was fucking going insane. You know, uh, Gino Giovanni used to come out to the Notorious song. Sure no, did. No, no, no. Notorious. Mikey could have been Gino Mini Giovanni. G. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, after some unpleasantness Scott Hall had at a company in New England, um, uh-huh. Gino Giovanni was wrestling or managing whatever he was doing to that for that same company and each month he'd come out to a different scott hall song and then one month he came out to ready and not here i come and it goes ready and notorious it was so good so good that's awesome i love gio giovanni (laughs) gino's great um so yeah, I was I now that you bring up the Scott Hall thing, I remember it now, but like when they're talking, there's no surprise. And you guys are the jobbers. Right. <laughs> All the jobbers, just straight up, Joe York and Matthews. Yeah, he was like, Your job is to put over the stars. I'm done being a jobber. 
I'm yeah, only in the main event. Yeah, I've done that for 15 years. He says Kevin owes me twenty dollars. So yeah, uh, also <laughs> um, a sign that says Kevin owes you twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, I don't know about right after this point. Uh, I have Chris Shepard is gay. Oh, okay. that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Chris Shepard. Yeah. Finally getting his comeuppance. Yep. Now knowing where the main well event played. ends up and what happens. Spoiler alert. You know, uh, Rod VD versus Jerry Lynn in the middle. Shocking, I know. Shouldn't they have just put the title on Jerry Lynn? Shouldn't they have found a way just to get the world heavyweight title on? Put it on Rhino. Well, that's what I'm saying. Put it on Lynn and then have RVD win it in the main event. Have like, Rhino destroy Sandman and then Jerry Lynn comes out like they did for the Baldies where he just gets yes. the shitty pin? Like something where if you know you're building towards Lynn versus RVD in but, the main event. But if they did that, Rhino wouldn't have been able to pin the Sandman seven times and have him kick out. <laughs> well, it's also uh, not like they didn't foreshadow this, the fuck out of this thing because... Uh, RVD was in the opening video? That and... It was all RVD? Well, that and the fact that... Uh, Jerry Lynn called himself the whole fucking show. The right. new fucking show. Yeah. So well, he was I mean, calling himself that while they were feuding. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. But again, here you go. What's the surprise going to be? Hmm, I wonder. Uh, so 14 minutes in, we get the opening of the show. The yes. actual proper. And yes. there's a clip in the intro of Mikey Whipwreck completely ruining Tony Mamalu's life with a head scissors in the intro. It reminded yeah, me of when yeah. Enzo slammed his head in the ropes. Oh. And like, oh my how God. is this man still alive? You know, oh boy, I see Fred Durst. Oh that man, no, you Fred, Fred Durst and fucking Steve. Kareem you going know it's it. gonna be a good show now. <laughs> fucking Don. Were the ECW women the hottest fucking yeah, trashy women? Trash. Yeah, yeah. Great. Francine was, great. was not great in the face, but I <laughs> loved her. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Was, uh, Back was, then, you're like, was, yeah. She was ECW's uh, Medusa. Yes, there you go. That's a very like good Francine, comparison. Francine, she was in the ten. <laughs> yes, that's we another good comparison. Kimono Wanalea. Oh, she was just fucking hot. Yeah, she was. Uh, younger Missy Hyatt. Like, mm, yeah. She was not good in this show. No, not, not, in this, not in this show. Not in this show. <laughs> when she came in as Sandman's bitch, like oh, in like 90, yeah, yeah, like 95. Yeah. Like, again, Missy came out for WCW. Right Beach cup. Blast was her peak. Oh, oh absolutely. God damn. Listen back to a previous episode of Best in Show to talk yes. about how JC. Fucking Beach gorgeous. Blast, 92 or 93 for that. Good yes. job. Fuck, she was gorgeous. Oh, you can also check oh, her out Jack. on uh, miss that, uh, what would be, Super Brawl 91? She was in that yeah. one? We had a streak where every show we saw a different version of Missy Hyatt, and we're like, oh, my God. God, yeah, this, so, uh, this was a rough one. Sorry. Go so ahead. next match, we got the Hot Commodity versus Danny Doring and Roadkill. And who's in the Hot Commodity? That the would hot be commodity. Julio De Niro and yeah. Easy Money, as well as Danny Doring and Roadkill. <laughs> oh, there you go. Electra, Chris Hamrick and Electra. Oh, this promotion is doing amazing. Well, me. here's the thing: where granted they cut entrances on a lot of things, which we found out while watching the network version, but. I was shocked. It took me a few minutes to realize that this was an ECW tag team title match. Yeah. Yeah. Very understated. Well, like even like Doring and Roadkill have the titles there, and I'm like, oh, they're champ. Oh, okay. It took me a long Anybody time. Anybody know who they beat for I the titles? I do vaguely remember the them FBI? being champions, but I don't remember who they beat. You might have who they beat. Because, uh, because Tajiri and Whipwreck were feuding with the FBI. I feel like it was over the tag titles, but now I'm not even sure. Mm. Maybe it was the Impact players? No. could have. Mm. Easy Money uh, later went on to WCW as Jason Jett. Yes. And uh, I could be wrong, but... He may have been on both the last ECW and the last WCW pay-per-views. Oh, like that's impressive. Wow. 
Avarice? No, that was greed. Greed, greed was the last one, not avarice. I mean, avarice is a synonym for greed, yeah. so it's all right. Yeah, all righty. You were just thinking back for uh, Jake Roberts' promo, WrestleMania yeah. 5. Yeah, fucking De Niro was like a yellow man. You said it better. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to wallow in the muck of your own avarice. I'm going to make you beg. <laughs> Um, it was, I, again, maybe I just wish they would have started off with a straight match like this before going into the crazy fucking Debaldi's RVD. Hey, you like, start off hot, brother. I guess so. Yeah. Doreen calls Electra a fucking slut and uh, says, kick her ass. EC dub. EC dub. <laughs> it really, really fucking is. Because <laughs> I, have a, I have a question to ask you. This has been long debated on Three Way Theater. Mm-hmm. Do you chant it as ECW or do you chant it as EC dub? It was initially. ECW, mm-hmm. and I feel like it did convert eventually okay. to ECW. See, okay. It was ECW. To me, right. yes. To me, it was always ECW. I thought the people that said that you're saying ECW was stupid because I didn't understand. I'm like, why? Why I don't understand? We're all saying W, but just the way you can't hear the W when yeah. everyone says it, so it sounds like ECW. But there, everyone out there is fucking saying W. No, watch no, their fucking goddamn like it transition. It did transition. Like it it transition. Yeah. People just want like. Wrong. I think people finally were like, you know what? Nobody can hear the W. Let's just do dub. Just dub. Uh, I, I don't know when it happened, but I feel like it happened. I, f- I, I feel like know. it happened in 1998. That's Maybe. When no happened. way. Yep. No, that early? Me? I don't, know. Crazy. I don't know. I just uh, oh. looked it up, by the way, and Jason Jett wrestled Kwee-Wee in the opening Holy match shit. of WCW wow. Kwee-Wee. So he was in both the last ECW and the last WCW pay-per-views. I always confuse Kwee-Wee with Teddy Hart. <laughs> they both have the same haircut. I don't give a fuck what your last name is. <laughs> choke you. Uh, talk to me about this tag team title match. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm trying to here, jog my memory a little bit. The ref has Colin Quinn circa Rocketile. Yes! Goddamn Mike Keener. Fuck you, Mike Keener. Oh, you hate Mike, Mike Keener, huh? Oh. I do not like Mike Keener. I, he's an overselling motherfucker. So Mike, I don't really remember him. Before you say anything, did you write down what your vote for was for best and worst in show? Uh, no, no. Oh, because you've got a pen in hand, and you were scolding us earlier, saying you were going to do what we haven't been doing. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Anybody else? I'm writing mine uh, right now. Oh, he's writing his right now. See, uh, poop. You're the one with the pen. Poop emoji. There are pens all over the table. And you're the one to call Here me you out go. for not doing it. But what's your beef with Mike Keener? Yeah, I, I, think think he's, I think he's an overselling motherfucker. He tries to make a match about him. Fuck you, Mike Keener. Wow. So is there a... Like, Danny doing Roadkill is like a trained Mike Pavin lumberjake. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we've definitely said oh, before, if you speaking wanted to of. watch a lumberjake and Mike Pavin match, just watch Danny Doring and Roadkill. Yeah. Speaking Good. of both, both Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill, graduates of the House of Hardcore. That's right. Yes. Head trainer was Tiz. <laughs> oh, you know Tiz was a yeah, trained guys like Amish Roadkill, Danny Doring, Chris Chetty. My nephew Chris Chetty. My nephew Chris Chetty. I love that kid. The only thing I love more is jerking myself off after practice. Taz! Tug life! Ladies and gentlemen, gay Taz here. Hey! Throwing soup bones on it! So, uh, we get Joey Styles just running through the plethora of random fucking move names for everything. He, you know what? If anybody was not dogging it on this pay per view, it was Joey Styles. Because he was still working for a job at WWE at this point. Yeah. There was the fucking. There was the panty dropper elbow. There was the G spot sweep. There was the fucking. Uh, the. Uh, 
Wham Bam Thank You Man, the Money Clip, the Barn Burner, the fucking uh, Buggy Bang. Like, everything had a fucking little the name. The Buggy Bang. <laughs> Including uh, uh, the Jalapeno Popper Spin Kick from Julio De Niro. Tell me, man, Joey, he just, he gave it at all. He always had these names for these moves. Um, JC, would you ever book Julio De Niro? No. No. I don't know why anybody would. No. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, so full disclosure, since it's fucking, what, 2018, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Chris Hamrick was fucking begging for work, and I turned a blind eye every single fucking time. You were a smart man. He was like, because he was, tra- he, after ECW folded, he showed up in Connecticut, and he was helping out the PW, well, ICCW, before they became the PWF Northeast. Hamrick was helping to train people in Connecticut. Well, I thought, man, you want to get in there? I'm on a fucking wrestling show, and you know, if I go in there, I can do fucking leg drop and do fucking flips and shit. And I'm like, I'll do whatever you want, man. If you want to book me for a match, and I'm like, hard pass. Sorry, um, Boomhauer. Like, <laughs> he, he was definitely Boomhauer, and uh. like, I had no use for the man who. How old did we real, to determine how old he actually was? Um, Here in 2001, he's at the spry age of 35. Jesus Christ! I thought he That's was. True. Yes. Yeah. He looks like the oldest 35-year-old ever. Age? I was like, yeah. why would I want to book oh, some 50-year-old man? Hamrick was 34 years old. What? Wow, there a you year go. younger than Mike Pava. So, yeah, it was 2001 while he was, like, harping on bookings. Wow. I'm like, why do I want some fucking 60-year-old man to fucking be in this? I'm like, no, hard This pass. is 2001, and this guy's look screams methamphetamines. <laughs> and he looks a lot like William Hurt. Yeah. He looks yes. a lot like he should I be I feel like last, you're insulting uh, William Hurt yeah, so bad yeah, right I really now. am, but... So uh, the buggy bang wrapped up this match. Um, JC, Oof. how long did that match feel? Um, eight, eight minutes. This match was ten minutes and six seconds. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, what was your favorite spot of this match? Uh, my favorite spot of the match was De Niro hitting his money clip to roadkill from the guardrail onto the floor. All right. Right. That was really cool. I, I have uh, an honorable mention, was not a spot, but a comment that Cyrus made. Roadkill gave a wedgie to Easy Money, and he said, he just flossed his colon. Very nice. I enjoy. <laughs> I like. Ah, very nice. The spot of the match for me was Roadkill's double clothesline springboard. Yeah, where he walked the up the rope. Yeah, yeah, that looked really good for a guy his size. I'm he like, was oh, very right. agile with that. Yeah, thing. I'm very. I wish he got a better. I wish he went I wish further. He did, I yeah, wish he did that you know. CW yeah. and the ropes would have just sagged straight to the canvas. Mister Stupid Ropes. God damn it! Every JC, <laughs> um, I like the easy the easy bomb that Easy Money did. That was easy. Yeah, <laughs> I still wouldn't book him, but I liked it. I actually liked the money clip uh, counter when he did the money clip into the ring, and he got caught and got hit with the bareback by Danny Doring. Thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Wait, actually, Easy Money does gear, right? He, he, does, he does now. Uh, yes. Yeah, good gear guy. I'd yeah. book him for gear. You can uh, you can get any gear that you want with your shong with your thong showing. <laughs> Now looking at Chris Hamrick wearing a pleather tuxedo, choking oh. Danny Dorn. Seriously, why would you book this guy? Look at him. I don't know. Wait, you guys, the music. Do you hear the music? Wait, who is that? Is that really homoerotic music playing? Who could this be? It's Come On, Feel the Noise. Do, do you guys know who that is? I mean, I can't remember. It's not anybody new, right? It's the new... What? Nasty... Huh? Nova. What? Yeah, he comes. So, um... We haven't really talked about this before. JC, uh, you ever, you ever, you ever meet Nova before? <laughs> you yeah, any experiences? You know. 
So I feel like a lot of guys post ECW. The, the closing of ECW took people. It, it was a really hard, you know, thing to get through. And if you weren't immediately signed to the WWE, like Rhino, Spike, those guys, you had to fucking make do with whatever you could get. So we, you know, it was May 2001. So what, two months after the closing of ECW. And the local company, ICCW, booked Nova versus Little Guido, the main event of their show. <sighs> Guido was fine. Guido was awesome. I fucking love Little Guido. Yeah, I've met him a couple of times. He's, he's fine. He's a you chill. Know, yeah. like, he, likes to, he likes to call his fucking matches soup to nuts. He likes to be very specific. But Guido is a really fucking cool dude. Yeah. Nova also likes to call his matches very specifically. But he, if one thing goes wrong... He's fucking, I hate it, this is fucking bullshit, this is awful. So, my cousin and I were both the managers for this match, and uh, I was managing Guido, my cousin was managing Nova. Babyface manager sucks anyway, that's, yeah, just, that's it's, awful. It's tough. Yeah. But they call this entire match out, and my cousin was supposed to hop up on the apron to inadvertently distract Nova, but my cousin jumps up about... 10 seconds too soon. The referee sees it. He's like, what? A, but Nova, you can just see in his fucking eyes. He's like, that motherfucking cunt. First Paul Heyman and now this. Like, he was just infuriated. So he took all of his aggression out on me. As you would do. Right. Deservedly so. I'm the heel manager. I'm doing whatever else. So I'm, I'm, I grab a steel chair so little Guido can throw Nova into the chair. Fucking reverses it so fucking Guido goes head first into this fucking steel chair. Now, JC, how were you holding the ropes in the steel chair at the same time? I wasn't. <laughs> oh. So I was just holding the chair on the apron and fucking took a nesty plunge into the third row of fucking chairs. So I fucking passed out on the chairs and I'm like... And then I realized I had my spot in the ring with Nova, and I don't want to upset Nova. So I start crawling into the ring as fast <laughs> as I could. I jump up on Nova's back, and I'm supposed to be, like, trying to choke him out. And he's supposed to just kind of flip me to the side and give me a side suplex. But he's so fucking pissed about my cousin, everything else. He just keeps his elbow right in my sternum when he drives me in for that side suplex. Every bit of air I had in my body was gone. I still haven't gotten it all back yet. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Oh, that nasty Nova. That, the new nasty Nova. And he fucking crushed me. And I fucking rolled out of the ring. I'm like, I'm dead. And um, post-match, you know, the FBI, like, oh, hey, I'm going to fuck you up. No, I'm just forgetting we're brothers. See, hey, forget about but it. But Guido picks me up, and he's like, I'm like, Please don't hurt me. <laughs> and he just gives me like a hug. He goes, oh, good job. You, you tried to win. I collapsed back onto the mat. And then I had to crawl to the back by myself. And so I did. I crawled back. And Nova's waiting in the back. And he's talking to my cousin. He's like, all right, but what did we do wrong? What did you do wrong? This was wrong. This was wrong. This was wrong. And my cousin, very nonchalantly, was just like, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. Like, the fans loved it. Seemed good to me, bruh. Yeah. He's like, my, all Nova wanted was an apology. My cousin flat out refused. He's like, no, the fans liked it. No, it Were you good. Stevie Richards? Suck a dick. And so I'm just sitting there crying in so much pain. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, you should be sorry. 
because because of you, ECW folded. Well, well, you could have at least wrote him an email or something. After sure did. Uh, About a week later, I emailed both Guido and Nova to their AOL email addresses because it was 2001. Christ, yes. And it was either AOL or CompuServe. Yep. And but, uh, was Probably. Nova's N nasty Nova? Broke <laughs> 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 JC. No, uh, it was like Supernova, like. 24 or something like that, though. Uh, 420. Um, no, it wasn't. Um, but uh, I emailed them both, and I said, hey, thank you for the opportunity. I wanted to apologize again about, you know, what happened in the match. And, you know, Guido replied back, no problem. See ya. And, like, Guido, I'm like, all right, Guido's fucking cool. He's chill. So they're both super understanding? Nope. Nova replied back with a giant wall of text. <laughs> again, going over all the things that went wrong in the match. And I'm just like, Okay. Do you think after he left the venue, he took that home with him, like that whole all the anger yes. about that? Yes. Do you think he like stewed in it, like while he was sleeping? And well, here's the thing. So if you think that Nova was getting fucked over with pay from from Paul Lee and whatever else, watching this match with Chris Hamrick, I feel like you can see the anger in him and everything that he does. The way he acts to the crowd. He's like, just fucking got in shape for the fucking first time in my life. Yeah. And it's the last fucking show. Motherfucker. They're, coming they're just in. pushing me now. I'm not about to come on Feel the Noise. I'm a tough guy with a glittery belt. I'm also not entirely... <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced that he didn't steal Kid Cash's pants. Yeah. And, like, stole them. He's like, I'm the fucking... fucking He's like, Kid Cash, put these on now. You're good. Fucking Kid Cash with his Kid Rock image. Yes. The silliest shit ever. Oh, yeah. My name is Kid. So I saw Nova years later, and we're, we're fine now. But, like... He's like, hey, you the stern kid? I shit on, isn't it? Aren't you? <laughs> One of many. There was a great part in this match where Joey Styles, after somebody hits a Hurricane Rana, does the ultimate Joey Styles and goes, What a Hoonan Can Rana by yes. Hamrick. That's what it was. What'd you call that? A Coochie Can Rana? Yeah. Oh. A Hoonan Can Rana? Oh, God. Nova oh, the wrist of Electra. Yeah. Nova kicks Electra in the yep. arm and she's just like, Ah! She yes. sounds like she has a whole really bad sunburn on her fucking heart. Oh, dude, listen to me right so now. We, oh. we are burnt to shit right Fuck. now. Fuck. Thanks, Sully. God damn. Oh. Oh, oh, right, this fucking yeah. Fucking new Nasty Nova. Okay, so um, new Nasty Nova threw on his new nasty crossface chicken wing, <laughs> and uh, Chris Hammock ran up the corner and pushed Nova onto his back. Two referees ran in because there was a ref bump in ECW necessary. Necessary. Referee H.C. Loke got bumped. Yeah. Yeah. So that reminds Shove me. that fucking Colin Quinn haircutted motherfucker to the ground. That reminds me of the tag team title match where um, Roadkill is trying to get Hamrick out of the ring. So he goes to the referee. He's like, hey, get that guy out of here. And it's like, it's easy fucking W. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, this other referee is Chris Chetty. Yes. Who lost the loser leaves town Rhodes match, hair. right? Nova. Yes. Yes. Who has his blonde gimmick going on? Very Cody uh, Rose. Cody Rose. I yes. say more. So this is more Chris lot. Candido to me. He looks okay. way more svelte than I remember. I remember there was a time where Chris Chetty was fat as yep. shit. Uh, there was a time when Chris Chetty fucked up a move in every goddamn match he was in. That and sounds that was about his right. gimmick. Yeah. That was his gimmick in ECW for uh, a while. Taz, I believe Chris Chetty is your cousin. Hey, uh, Chris Chetty. My cousin, uh, I learned, I helped him train at the House of Hardcore, and he was uh, he was pretty good. He didn't know how to tug a guy off like I did. That's, I think, why he didn't succeed. Hey, look at me. I was so good at the Royal Rumble that a year later they threw me out in 10 seconds because I had to go and tug some guys off in the back. Gaytaz, did, did you say succeed? 
succeed. Hey, that's something I'm real good at. I read you, Jake. I was eating <laughs> semen. I'll let you guys go. Hey, have a good show. See you later, guys. Later, guys. Later, guys. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, K-Taz rules. I He's so great. I can't believe you just missed him. Yeah, I think no, I, I had to go poop. So I'm going to tell you right now. Gay Taz, he's a front runner for a peaky this year. Yeah. He's gonna win guest host. Uh, yeah, leave the memories. Um, so Chris, Ch- so here's where I was confused because Chris Chetty's out there. The match, I guess, with Nova's not over yet. Chris Chetty counts the. Chris he, Chetty he counts, counts the three, three count. very fast. Mike Keen, or whoever the referee is, your best uh, friend Mike Keenan slides in like he's gonna do the count, but he. It's obviously he can, he beaten can, by no, Chetty. It's before he can check the submission. Okay, because it's right. crossface chicken wing. Right, and the other guy counts three is before anything can happen. But as JC says, no, the match isn't because really but, well, over. then Spike Dudley shows up for some fucking reason. And he's the new referee now. I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't know, Nova took. You know, do you think Nova? Like elbowed himself in the sternum when he fucked up getting him up for the fucking kryptonite <laughs> crunch seven times in this match. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. I understand it's a very convoluted way, and I fucked up the first time. Hold on, let me hook your legs around my head again, do a forward roll, pick you back up. Oh shit, I fell again. You're a winner, the new nasty Nova. But like, up and he's got a water bottle. In any world where Chris Hamrick gets like 30 minutes on the goddamn show, like something's wrong. Yeah, this company's not doing well. Jeez, how long did that match feel to you? 30 minutes. <laughs> how much? How long was it really? Uh, seven minutes and 40 no seconds. No fucking way. Yeah. Fuck. That's well. I mean, brutal. to be fair, the initial fall was at five minutes and eight seconds, but then Spike comes back out, restart the match, seven minutes and 48 seconds. Lumberjake, what was your favorite spot of that match? Um, I would probably say, uh, when they did the, the Jericho spike, which is when they're both standing on the top rope and he jumped up and gave him a Hurricane Rana off the top rope. That That's was cool. mine too. Good job, Lumberjake. Uh, what did I have? I think I legit have for this one when the Nova kicked the lady and whiffed completely <laughs> and she sold her forearm. That's my spot of the match. Yeah, alrighty. <laughs> Like, did he just break her wrist? Spot of the match. Yep. This like it was a banger. She's just like, ow, my forearm. Oh, How am I going to jerk you off yeah. tonight? Indian burned. Uh, Electra's the exception to the rule of the hot, trashy ECW yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't, she was kind of rough. I mean, they can't all be winners. So we get a uh, Steve Carino and Jack Victory promo. And Steve Carino says that he is the rightful ECW champion. However, he does not actually have the belt. Right, because I guess there was a storyline where the ECW World Heavyweight title was stolen, and I guess the Sandman was hanging on to it. And there's also a storyline going on where Francine will only fuck people with the belt. Right. I feel like that subtext finally being made text, where I I think with the relationship with Shane Douglas, and all of Francine's other... It was like not said. Yeah, but it was like, I'm with the champion, I want to fuck champion, I'm Francine, look at my tits. But it's funny, because even though though Carino is champion, he doesn't have the belt. You gotta have that fucking belt. belt, So so. picture Paige with the NXT title. Yep. That's what Francine wanted to do with the East House. Yeah. Paige here. Like to watch that movie in September. <laughs> uh, hold for editing. <laughs> uh, but like, no, I think Francine made it very clear she wants to fuck with that belt in the room. She likes that shit. Yeah. 
And I just feel like I think that's actually a good ca- like character bit where like that's always been her gimmick. Yeah, just never said. They're just like it's the final fucking show. Let's just put it out there. She will only fuck you if you have the belt. Also, can we put a giant sandwich in front of her? Yes. Oh, yes. You know how uh, she likes sucking dick? Can we put a giant hoagie God, in front of her? We'll get to that one. Yeah. Jack Fuck. Victory looks like Jimmy Barnes from the Big Enough music video <laughs> so much. I just expect him to like show up above a mountain and start going, <laughs> It's just ridiculous. So here's the thing. This promo that we're watching right now is not even the promo we're talking about. No. They did two separate promos with Steve Carino on this that show. That comes in a little bit. Yeah, it definitely does come in a little bit. Oh, boy. What's the next match on the card? We have, what, the I Quit match? C.W. Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer, and both guys get a jobber entrance because of the uh, editing well, on the network. Right. Because, so, to be fair, they didn't get a jobber entrance, like, on pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm just going to say it makes them look like fucking assholes when yep. other people get real entrance. Entrances and they have to both stand in the middle of the ring, and it's like, oh yeah, Tommy Dreamer's getting a jobber entrance. Fucking whatever. C.W. Anderson is thirty years old in this match, so he definitely has that Anderson gene where he looks yeah. like he's sixty and yeah. he's the Anderson gene. Did Gene Anderson have it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, there's this weird spot where this is like a blood feud, right? Where he tried to break Tommy's back. Right. So they had been feuding for a couple of different, uh, of, at least three months. They had a pay-per-view match, the Massacre on 34th Street, which was the first pay-per-view from Hammerstein. Um, so they had been feuding for a while. The match starts with Tommy Dreamer preventing him from slitting. He doing his thumb across the neck thing, yeah, which was really taunt. strange to me. And well, I mean, you're going to fucking cross the line and fucking do the fucking yeah. throat slit? Are you kidding me? Cross well, that line. And then they locked up and rolled out of the ring. And then Tommy, like, backed up, like, a clean break, even though the, there's no ref in sight. And then CW Anderson just sucker punches him, which is fucking ridiculous. There was oh, another cat guy? No. no. Look at him. Guy. Look what he's doing. Oh, that guy. Look at him. Yeah, I that thought that was the Jets fire. No, this is the guy who was. Later on gets right. kicked out. Atlas security uh, sucks at their job. Can we talk about this? Yes. yes. He was literally... He was literally so turning to his back is to the fucking to to, to the, the fan to the fan yeah. and the fan reaches his hands around there and we go. wiggles his fingers He's around. Going, I'm not touching you. Yeah, yep. you can't get me. What a cunt! Full disclosure, uh, I would have turned around and hit that guy. By He's the way, looking dead on into the camera. Atlas it's security is right there. Yeah. Not yeah. watching. Maybe they're part of the show. I don't How know. How is Tommy Dreamer not fucking this dude up? There so, guy. I'll tell you right now. The reason why Atlas security is doing nothing is because they also have not been paid. <laughs> so they can give a fuck. Then why would you show up? Because it's ECW, brother. There is, and I believe it's coming up soon, there is at one point a giant man with a receding hair mullet does the <laughs> pussy-eating sign behind Dreamer. Wait, Tim Lennox yep. traveled to this show? <laughs> yeah, show- oh, man. What, what rough. is that? That's, That's rough. Word, I apologize <laughs> for my client or my friend BC Putnam's client, Tim like Lennox. That, uh, uh, he does the pussy-eating sign behind Dreamer as he slams a, ha- a chair into C.W. Anderson's head. I like how he suplexed C.W. Anderson exactly where the pads were not. Yeah. That's, well, you know, you know uh, New York State makes us put those goddamn Bats down. We don't want them. Oh, suicide dive. I wish it would have lived up to the name. Yeah. <laughs> Masato Tanaka and uh, Mike Awesome. Mike awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, so I had uh, my girlfriend had the privilege of watching this with yes. me. And uh, her comment on this match is, <clears throat> this is beer wrestling. I like champagne wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely that's right. That's the best and description. I could not be mad at her at all because like, that's 100% truth. 
Just WCW nice. was yeah. beer wrestling. It's golden truth. Yeah, very much. So. It was the natty ice of professional wrestling. Oh man! But you know, but the thing is, like ECW at its peak, I don't feel like it. Like I don't know. Maybe it's just beer goggles. Jägermeister wrestling. Wow. NCW is the old apple juice that you found in the back of uh-huh. under, your, under your bed, and it kind of fermented. And now yeah. it gets you drunk if you yeah. drink it. <laughs> it gets you drunk. I love apple terrible. juice now. NCW is kind of like that mouthwash that you get sent to camp so that if you want to get drunk with your friends in the bunk, yeah. you just uh, you know take some swigs of uh, scope. Some like scooping. in Toy Soldiers, where <laughs> they're all passing scope around. Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that where I get it from? Mouthwash with vodka in it? <laughs> Toy Champagne wrestling and beer wrestling is the best description <laughs> yeah. you could possibly have. So this is an I quit match, which means the referee has to jam the microphone in the guy's face going, do you want to say? And it's just so annoying. You guys remember that? Uh, ah! Ah! Yeah. You the Bob Rackman and Bret Hart? Yes, yes. Yeah. WrestleMania 11. <laughs> that was the worst example of the I quit match. Yep. Literally the you worst. never said yes. Nope, he just goes, ah! And Roddy Piper's like, that's it. He We're said- calling it. I gotta go play chess with JTT. I'm getting out of here. That was a thing. Sure was. Um, this match was okay. I feel like for a blood feud, like it wasn't. I mean, eventually, yes, there's blood, but like to to me, this is the most uh, the the most. It sounds painful for you to say it. Ooh. This is the most reflective of ECW. Yeah. On this show, of what ECW was. Yes. And that's because of Tommy. I feel like that's all because of Tommy. 100%. Well, there's one other thing that makes this very ECW. Do you guys remember Towel Boy? Yes. Towel Boy. Well, no, Mikey doesn't. No. (laughs) I do. I do. Mike refuses. He was quintessential at the old live shows. Remember that, Mikey? No. They didn't. I. They he weren't doing that when I was yes, at the show. They did. Oh, Not when God. I was there. There's Fat Man. No, they the fucking finger, didn't. The finger pussy right there. Oh. He's actually doing it to the fucking to the Atlas security. He's yeah. touching Atlas right now. He because he will. He likes him. He enjoys him. He's like, hey, later on, me yeah. and you. I don't yeah. know. Yep. I've got a cellophane. Oh no. <laughs> a joke of I think I think you're right. I think it is the most like ECW like match. Mm. That's saying something considering the TLCC match we saw later. Yeah. But, you know. That I, match was something. It sure was. That match was just proof how fast Sammy can climb up a ladder. <laughs> sprinting at all times. Yeah. Um there was this great little back and forth in there. Where uh, C.W. Anderson hit a unprotected chair shot on Tommy Dreamer. Oh, God. And goes, damn it. And Cyrus goes, why can't you just be unbiased for once in your life? And then uh, C.W. missed something and Dreamer dropped an elbow on him. And Cyrus goes, damn it. <laughs> why can't you like C.T.E.? Come on. Well, we, oh, we, man. We, you should have heard the speeches tonight at the Hall of Fame. Oh. All right. Sorry. <laughs> we can't, we can't talk about that. Uh, so you mentioned Talboy because he has a very... He's very focal in this match. Yeah. He's he's a big point of this match. All over this match. Yeah. Well, so this is where, so again, when the writing's on the wall, and you know, this is the end of ECW. Let's Tommy, Dream- Tommy Dreamer's booking the show. Paulie is nowhere to be found. He's like, I don't know if we're ever going to have a pay-per-view again, even though they're advertising Living Dangerously. You know. Yeah, so Paulie wasn't here. No. He was filming Rollerball. And... Not yet. That was in, that was later in 2001. But like, nope, it was right. He's reading the script right here, point. right now. So yeah. did he plan on just not being there? And he gave like Tommy, you run it, or would it say that was happening? Like, 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 where's Charlie? I'm gonna have to run this myself. They told they, ta- they the the basic the you know the line of the night was 
Paulie's out in California. He's trying to find TV. He's talking to TV producers. He's definitely not signing a contract with WWE to become to be a fair, color he commentator. Did find TV. Right. It was. Uh, it was. It was. By, it was the TNN network with uh, Raw. Right. Um, so basically, like that was the that was the bottom line. That was the company line. Paulie's working nonstop, twenty four seven, to get us TV. Tommy's in charge. Now here's the thing: I don't know if that was ever relayed to Tommy. It's just like <laughs> we're here for shows, and it's like Paulie's like, oh, he's not answering his phone, not doing anything else. Tommy still knows the show must go on. We got pay per view. We got to do this and that. So I think if you know that it's coming to the end, why yeah, give f- fucking Towel Boy a shot. Why don't you yep. say fuck it then? I just say fuck it. I'm like, I guess we can't run a pay per view. So I fuck it. Joe Gardner's new champion. Tommy Dreamer would not let that happen. But that, and that's where I think the ECW spirit. Oh. If Tommy Dreamer wasn't there, right, then it would have. They yeah. would have said fuck it. They would have said fuck Sam it. Sandman was booking the show. Like if Bubba Ray this hadn't left, if Bubba Ray was still there, Bubba Ray would have been like, we're doing this fucking show. Yeah. Right, those guys, there was no Bubba Ray. There was no right. Taz. There was no Ray Dreamer. Was the last no, one. No, there was one Taz. Yep. Oh, hey, there is. Hey, oh, hey, don't talk about me when I'm just sitting on the couch behind you. Don't talk in my prick. You guys want to talk a lot of shit about me. I'm hanging back here watching Tommy Dreamer and C.W. Anderson, two guys I knew, two guys I'd sit between, and I'd jerk them both off like I was cross-country skiing. Back to Mike Paver. Talk life. Thanks, Gator. Thanks, Gator. Uh, Do my mic gay task. I didn't know he was still here. No, he's he's, he's still jerking everywhere. I don't know. He's, he's still tugging his soup bone. He's Fuck. the smile of every child. But, uh, the face of every baby. But yeah, because Tommy's the last guy there, he's like, I'm going to fucking run the show. Towel boy, get in there. He's like, are you sure? I've only uh, ever ran across the ropes with my towels. You still have a man now, dog. And Towel Boy comes in. I know Jake loves this movie as much as I do, but not another teen movie yes. where the fucking the little fucking kid is on the playing the football game, the big championship yes. game. I'm just happy to be on the field, guys. Though no, guys, you don't need to throw. No, throw the fucking ball to Billy. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah, and then they fucking do the big spot. He catches it. And immediately gets fucking tackled and ripped into half. Like, that should have been Towel Boy. Like, shoot, ripped in half. Yeah, his legs are over there, his arms over, his body's over there. I caught the ball, guys. He's dying. Like, that's Towel Boy right here. Speaking of Towel Boy, it's Towel Boy. Is he about to show up? There he is. With the Christmas Christmas presents. presents. What? I hope it's a good gimmick. Oh, it's not. It's in January. We're past Christmas. Way past Christmas. Jimmy's like, I hope it's rent. It's a, it's a <laughs> halo of barbed wire. Uh-huh. Oh, which Pamela Anderson? It's, yeah. it's, it's not barbed wire. It's, it's razor, razor wire. Razor which wire. Which has no effect if it's laying flat on the well, goddamn ground. They advertised Scott Hall and Razor showed up. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, razor, fair enough. Razor remote wire. Uh, All right. <laughs> so Towelboy doesn't know what the fuck his spot is. No. Like, nope. They go into this thing. There he goes. He gets up. Here yeah, he, comes. he jumps up. He's like, I'm going to get you. And Tommy's like, and get Tommy the goes, fuck goes, go. I'm just going to slowly back away. Oh, no. Mullen was down because yep. it's ECW. You needed to get rid of the referee. Yeah, because why not? And then he hits him with a fucking present. But wait, that was just a present. What? What What year is this? Two cooking sheets. What month is this? January 7th, 2001. Why are there Christmas presents? That's, yeah, exactly. Uh, There should be returns. Yep. (laughs) Fucking this, this, did you take the C.W. Anderson... Tommy Dreamer feud seriously. No. But again, I do, but I do agree with Mikey that it's the most ECW-like program that they had going on. 
CW Anderson became one of my favorite wrestlers of all time when he hits a stalling suplex. God. Stalling suplex. You just spoiled my spot of the match. He's taking every one of my goddamn fucking spot of the matches. You just remember. There it is. It's like we've recorded this before. Yeah, it's like we've done this before. You reminded me of my one interaction with CW Anderson and uh, beautiful Billy Wiles. All right. They were a tag team for a while. Bill this Wesley? Bill Wesley over at the Monster Factory. But at one point, we went to uh, a ECW show at the Palladium, and we hung out after the show, me and a couple of my friends. I'm wearing a wrestling mask, and we go, hey, do you have a pen with like, your autograph? And he goes, no, but I have a pen S. <laughs> we all, we're all 17. We're like, <laughs> that old gag. Good one, C-Dub. Um, a couple of drunk guys come up to us, and they ask me for an autograph because I'm wearing a wrestling mask. So C.W. and Billy Wiles both go, yeah, no, he was on the show tonight. You should get his autograph. So I just signed gibberish on his arm, and they're dying laughing, loading the ECW truck. It was fucking... That's amazing. Yeah. You're like, no, I got a pen is. So wait, <laughs> did oh, you, we love you, C. Did it. you fuck C-Dub? I did. All yeah. right, all right. I got that dick all shitty, son. <laughs> Dude, CW stands for cock wrangler? Yep. <laughs> you know it, brother. Woo, woo, woo. When you're talking to a bunch of fucking kids and you're like, <laughs> like what? I have a pen is to 17-year-old children. Oh, you want to be on the Pen 15 Club? Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, was anybody else surprised? I mean, I'll tell you right right now. The fact that Tommy Dreamer won the match is shocking to me. Tommy Dreamer won any match. Well, that's what I mean. That's how you knew ECW was dead. Dying when he was Fucking Tommy Dreamer wins his feud. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, what was your spot of the match for Uh, Tommy Dreamer and CW Anderson? My spot of the match, which I already said, and I, I was agreeing with Lumberjake, was the Stalin superplex on Joseph Stalin superplex. Yes. Which I believe was also Buddy Christ's. Did I have that? I think I might have had that same thing. I had the, um, I said they had a great vertical suplex um, onto the two open chairs, and they cut to the nerdiest man in the universe <laughs> afterwards. Like, immediately thought of the Conan nerd voice afterwards. Like, yes. <laughs> Vertical suplex. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy did not take that suplex correctly. <laughs> Error. <laughs> um, I the spot for me was the the towel boy suplex. Just he got his moment in the sun. I was so happy for him. He finally got it. He did. Jake, what was your spot? Same. 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 Right. Same. You know what? I think that's good. If we could all go back to that and say the best part of a CW Anderson Tommy Dreamer match was Towel Boy. Yes. I think that's a nice. You know. It's only because I hated Towel Boy and wanted to see him get fucked. You didn't even know who he was. I, I hated him watching it, and I was happy to see him get fucking suplexed. I had no idea who the fuck he was. But he's supposed to bring out the opposite reaction in you. Nope, he did not. I feel like not, I don't even know if you were an actual ECW fan at this point. Yeah, if you don't like Tower Boy, get the fuck out. This <laughs> scene trying to put a gigantic $5 foot long in her mouth. She should probably that thing costs way more than 5 bucks. Sure does. Does. If she wanted that to disappear, she should have just sat on it. Yep. <laughs> She's got a big fucking cunt. See, now it looks like Karina's stroking it. Like it's stroking his own, his own cock. Dick. Yeah. But he wishes. Karina wishes. I mean... I think the setup again. You already did a promo with earlier with Carino and Victory. Couldn't you just like merge these? Nope. Okay. We had a stretch. Stretch. You take up more time. We needed that Missy Hyatt Jack Victory uh, that, interaction. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Kind of good. That was good. There was I, a, they missed a line though where she goes, "Did I fuck you?" And he goes, "No, you managed me." She should have gone, "Oh, I guess I did fuck you." Didn't <laughs> she say that? <laughs> did she say that? No, she said. Uh, 
I get, I've got she didn't say that. Like, she said something weirder. I'm pretty sure it was. She though. did say that exact same line. Wow, okay, yeah. then you know what? Fair enough. Yeah. Fair he enough. almost won the tag team time. Like, he was going on and on. Missy, I know you. Did I fuck you? No, you managed me. Well, I did fuck you then. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, there comes Jay. Just incredible, bro. Oh, smell them panties. Oh, because J- Just Incredible is in the shower with. Just Incredible can fuck like a fucking beast. I like. Just Incredible had dad bods before anybody else did. Yeah. I like how Just Incredible was like, look at my Tommy Hilfiger uh, boxers <laughs> with my leather pants. Not to be confused with my leather, uh, my Tommy Hilfiger jean shorts that I'm gonna wear out to the ring later. Do you ever look at Just Incredible nope. and think? <laughs> <laughs> and think that's Honestly, my. I can say no. <laughs> That's my idol. That's the wrestler I grew up idolizing. Every time I see Justin Kerbal now, I think of OSW and uh, rat-faced knacker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really does look. Young Mike Pavin was a big fan of Justin Credible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I loved him as a kid. As Aldo Montoya, you mean? No, I mean, like, I mean, Portuguese Man of War. Not just the, not just the, what's the So you story? loved him getting the World Heavyweight title? That's, that's not just the coolest. Yeah. That's not just the greatest. Loved him. That's just the best. Impact players. I don't know if I like singles, just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Impact players. From Calgary. Alberta, Canada. Impact, Impact players was awesome. Was amazing. Impact players was fucking great. I loved the Impact players. They if they had given the heavyweight title to Lance Storm, I'd be like, that's awesome. Yes. Like, I think credible, I just was incredible. When I uh, wanted to train wrestle, the first person I thought of was Lance Storm, and I'm very glad I didn't go, because <laughs> I've heard that's hard as fucking shit, and I probably would have wasted $2,000. Shout out to Calvin Strange. Left, left two days in and just went to titty bars for the next three months <laughs> in fucking Calgary. You're, you so, would have never have come back. You would have nope. stayed up in Canada forever. Nope. Um, I I I love that uh, no one believed Missy Hyatt was going to be there, and then she just there. Like I thought that was nice. I, that uh, should have been the big surprise. <laughs> Why was nobody believing Missy Hyatt was there? <laughs> She's been there since fucking the '93 Beach Blast. They were actually surprised she was still there. Like Missy, you're still fucking here. Fucking a young Sally looks like a young lumberjake. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, there's no way you were. Yeah, so not, even, not even so much. No. I, uh, I was pushing four hundo. You're, in my you're life. and uh, with him being as tall as he was, I probably looked similar to him minus the height. I mean, Mikey's looking a little bit like James Mitchell right there. That's true. Did I, you I, I look more like a little Guido? The father James Joseph. <laughs> They're dressed in the traditional two thousands garb, flame branded clothing. Yeah. Like, what kind of fucking t- Hard wears flame branded clothing. Am I right? <laughs> Jesus, come on. I like how they had the compliment. Was that a harsh word that I used? <laughs> it was just like, no, 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 I was one of those. Okay. That's why I said that. I'm still looking at Exactly. Um, Hot Topic was my jam. Oh, goddamn. Hot Topic and Gadzooks. I bought a Gadzooks there one time, and I'm like, I have to turn these back in. So uh, I'm like, I, I can't wrestled, wear I wrestled the match uh, for Bobby Cruz against, it was it was Talia, who's now known as um, Velvet Sky. Ah, and her boyfriend at the time, who was... Mike Bava? Don't So it was Mike, me... Mike Pava yep. and Mercedes yep. versus Talia and Dylan Cage. Yes. And we're working each other. And we put our gear on. We have the same Hot Topic flame pants on. The same <laughs> exact fucking pants. Uh, and did either of us change? No. Hell fucking no. That's right. <laughs> so I remember a lot of money, those hot uh, fucking We had nothing else pants. to change into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is it. This is what we got. So we yep. got. 
Tripleicious, the OG, my good friend growing up, when he, when like we were starting to look for wrestling gear, you know, after training for about a year, I'm like, oh, Eddie, what are you going to do? He's like, are you going to sing? He goes, yo, man, I want to go down a fucking hot topic. I want to get a choker. I want to get leather pants. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. How did you wrestle in 2001? <laughs> like, there was no other way. When I, when I first became Lumberjig, um, they wanted to make me a hillbilly character. So I desperately did not want to be a hillbilly. So I'm like, what can I what can I have for wrestling gear that isn't gear and I can also just get at savers. Mm-hmm. So I figured I, I settled on Lumberjack. It was between Lumberjack or Hobo. <laughs> and there's surprisingly a lot of hobos in wrestling. Yeah, you, yeah. you could have been Adam Pelly if it wasn't for the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Adam Pelly. I love you. <laughs> if you're listening, please. I love, he, he won't be, but I love you, Pelly. I respect that. So I originally watching this, I definitely fell asleep during this triple threat tag match to the point where I woke up where Kid Cash and uh, Super Crazy were already eliminated. You didn't miss much. Yeah, well, I guess not. Because really, like, I feel like they wanted to just do FBI versus, um, you know. No, they just wanted to do Tajiri versus Super well, Crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is the high spot of this match. Yes. That was so, I'm like, oh, why isn't this the match? It was so good. I yeah, them, I saw them wrestle on uh, old FMW tapes and shit. Like, All right, yeah. so like babyface to Jerry, like with the like the you just wear the blue trunks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I believe Super Crazy was Super Loco at the time. Yes. Wow. Yes. Fuck, man. That's that's what ninety six. Yeah. He had a great spot in this match where uh, he went for a dive. And the cutoff was the the FBI brought him out before the dive. He was going up for the springboard, and they caught him. And yeah. they brought him back in for another spot before he went for the dive. I'm like, that's that's fucking good. You don't see like little shit like that is like yeah. You appreciate it so much more now. They're fucking great. Like yeah. they their chemistry was for the Japanese guy and the Mexican guy to be able to just go in there and just work yeah. and not like worry about that barrier. They actually released a on the road with Tajiri and Super Crazy. Oh, on yeah. the video, dude. Oh, right? They're in the ring right now. Is that- Go. <laughs> is that when, like, Tajiri pretends he doesn't understand or speak English when he totally does? That's yeah. just Tajiri. That's yeah. just his gimmick yeah. in WWE. Because yeah, like it was like, like I'm talking like in like with people he would do this like fans and stuff. Like, well, like, oh. in the in the uh, on the in the on the road thing, it's Rob Feinstein, I believe, filming them doing it. And like, sold a lot of those VHSs. <laughs> yep, I <laughs> bought a couple from you. So it's them. <laughs> it's them riding together, and Feinstein's like. What do you guys want to eat? And Tajiri just goes, Waffle House! <laughs> and Super Crazy's like, Because he doesn't want Waffle House Because Waffle House stinks. I That's why <laughs> it's not good. Cracker Barrel sucks, too. Yeah. Fuck Burn. Shots fired. I hop. Fucking yeah. I hop to standard. Gold standard. So, uh, Tajiri, apparently, I forget who was telling this story, but it was uh, Tajiri and someone else versus... Someone else and, and someone else. Someone else. <laughs> uh-huh. It was uh-huh. it was Tajiri like in a legend in Puerto Rico versus a legend in Puerto Rico and someone. Oh, uh, the guy who stabbed. It was, it was fucking, Bruce Roy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking invader number three. Yep. It was it was Steve Carino telling this story. Ah. So they're in the corner. The two legends are off brawling around the arena, and Steve Carino's like throwing like shots and like really like working, and then he hears. Someone in perfect English. Oh Jesus! He's here. Someone in perfect English. Go. Nobody's paying attention to us. Don't worry about it. And then I went. Wait, that was to Jerry. <laughs> and he's always just kayfabe in his voice and shit that he speaks English, but he's just, it's all just a word. Yep. God bless him. That's awesome. 
That way he doesn't have to talk to fucking marks. Yeah. And, people, and that is a smart move. Yeah. And people, <laughs> people will talk shit about him, like, in front of him. Like, oh. he doesn't under- like he doesn't understand, but he yeah. fucking hears it all. It's like, I hear you, motherfucker. That's genius. I think, yeah. it was, uh, I think it was Pat Tanaka was, like, that just started working somewhere. And they all thought he was from Japan. And they go up to him, and they're like, the guy who's wrestling goes, listen. In America, we work light. <laughs> we don't do the Japanese stiff stuff, all right? We don't do that. And then he walked away. Pat Tanaka goes, so that guy don't think I speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Now that you mention that, I've done that a couple times with Uber customers. When I've had a really bad day, they'll be like, hey, how's it going? I just go, I know, no, I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Even though if they look on your fucking profile, it says you speak English. Yeah, no, I lie. <laughs> I lie. Major. I'm just like, I don't know. What's, uh, yes, hello. Hello. You're wearing <laughs> the bathing suit. Yeah. You're like, all right. Walgreens. Great. It says you're from Millis and you were born there. Yes. I don't know. What's your says? Yes, no. I don't know. Millis. Yes. <laughs> what is Millis? I don't know. Millis High Life. Seeing that Guido ended up getting signed by WWE, did anything? Whatever happened to Tony Mamaluke? Did anything? Like, did he really do much after? He also got signed, didn't he? WWE ECW thing, but uh, little oh, Guido. that's right. Yeah, he did. Okay. He to showcase is Alex Price. Is <laughs> what he does right now. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. But um, ouch little, to Tony Mamaluke. Little, little Guido got brought in separately, though. Right. Okay. He so that's where I'm getting in, mixed up. He got brought in. Uh, as Jamie Noble's cousin. Yes. He okay. came in, he just jumped somebody, and he was wearing, like, all white. And, like, they were like, oh, who is that guy? And I'm like, who is that guy? Why do I know that <laughs> oh, guy? It's Jamie Noble's cousin. Yeah, Jim Perfect. a chant for him. So that reminds me of, like, after FBI ended, and they had Nunzio be a referee for a while. Yeah, that was weird. Did like, they have him be a ref? Yes. I did yeah. not remember that. He, yeah, like he, a woman's ref, I yes, believe. Yes, he only refed the women's matches. Was he training them? Probably. Maybe. That no one reminded, from, no one reminded me the greatest thing that TNA ever did is when they had Taryn Terrell be the ref of the women's matches. Yeah. <laughs> God how damn. About when, how about when Shane Sewell was the king of the ref? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, boy. Man, TNA hit it out of the park every time. <laughs> every. They hit a home run literally 100% of the time. Yeah, every single time. So this, it's easy to hit a home run right now. Fucking little league baseball field. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, they, were and they were fucking yeah. striking out. <laughs> so uh, Big Sal eliminates Kid Cash with a big splash, leaving just the unholy duo versus the FBI. I did make a note that Big Sal is the Bull Montana of ECW. <laughs> take take that for what it is. He's the yeah. pizza keeper of ECW. Well, he gets the best chant. He gets the uh, "Where's my pizza?" Sally shit. Just fucking fantastic. So the ICCW out of Connecticut, they had a big habit of trying to bring in as many ECW guys as they could. So they booked Big Sally versus Spike Dudley. That was their main event of oh, one the of their shows. Match. Yeah. Was it 30 seconds? Nope. It was 8 to 10. It Why? was a lot of powdering out and get it was oh my god Sally it was, was powdering yeah why because it's Spike Dudley he's a fucking giant killer he's 600 pounds he's already beat him before not in that building brother what is on fucking TV he why did why did he just close his fucking legs and he won't get kicked on the balls that was the whole it's a great I, it's a great point I wish you would have been there for that I was like, so how long? So, because I was like, all right, they're doing this match. Like, this is the main event. It's probably going to be like two minutes. So like, oh, man, they're going like eight to ten. It's fine. It's going to go out there and just work. That's not un- that's not understanding the characters Pro of wrestling Spike in general. And Big South. Like, why would you make that the main event? That makes no sense. I agree with you. I get that they're like the names are there, but 
Come on now. I mean, you should have them go on before intermission and just fucking sell gimmicks after. Great point. The fucking boom, acid drop, big sal in the middle of the ring. Have fans take pictures with his dead body in the middle of the ring. There you go. Boom. Bada boom. Bada bing. There's a sign in the front row that says Migs on it. <laughs> and immediately, Migs? immediately I wrote, I can smell your cunt. I was waiting for somebody instead of throwing powder, they just threw cum in their face. I oh, cannot. Geez. Clarice. I personally cannot. <laughs> uh, silence of the Lambs, am I right, guys? Hey, classic. Would you? Would you? I'd fuck me. Fucking Sally. Gra- Sally. Fucking Sally Bimmel. Yep, Sally Bimmel comes in. Was <laughs> he a great big fat person? Yeah, I was. I play a I'd fuck Sally. Cue for Wild Horses to play, yep. and there we Hey, I love this movie. <laughs> oh, man. Sally uh, catches Mikey Whipwreck jumping off uh, the top to the outside and then rams him into the ring. The entire ring shifts. Yeah. If you go back, chasing like 30 seconds, maybe a minute, mm-hmm. and actually watch the ring as it fucking... That's the, actually the moves. ring trying to move out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that's good. This is good. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, Boom, picks yeah, up. Yeah, here it yes. comes. Yeah, oh, literally probably about six inches that fucking ring. No, like no lie. Um, does anybody feel like Mikey Whipwreck at this point, like was, was just trying to go? <laughs> was just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. Yeah. What yeah. can I do to like to be to different? Be different. But because, because he had that god awful yeah. WCW run where he was yeah. just playing like loser Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, which is what they, the horror which is what he was in ECW, but yeah. the WCW didn't know what the fuck they were exactly. doing. Yes. No, he was losing to Van Hammer on pay per view. Every he was uh, just a jobber. Basically. They did like a fifteen minute Mikey Whipwreck Van Hammer match on pay per view. I feel like yeah. why yeah. would you ever do that this? A, that to was people? a pay per view match. Why would you ruin people's lives with this? <laughs> so like having Mikey come back to ECW is like all right. I got to reinvent myself. I got to do something. Put me with the fucking. What a weird ass, just like Tajiri and Father James Mitchell, who might be like the one of the best fucking modern day managers ever. Yeah, yeah. very underrated because he didn't get a lot of opportunities. That's the, I think the reason. But yeah, he, no? like, there's almost nobody that could compare to a Jim Cornette or a Paul Heyman. Not today. Yeah, not but in I the last feel twenty like, years. No, I think one person in the last twenty years, and that would be the Sinister Minister. Well, there you go. Yes. That's what I meant. Maybe like a Don Callis. I was going to say, Don Callis and Sinister Minister are the two guys I think If of. the territories were still more of a thing, like at that point, at this point, and whatever else, I think Mitchell would have had a great career. Yeah. Like he would have like traveled to each fucking territory, brought in a new big heel to work. Like he, it would have been great. Like imagine like Sinister Minister like managing Kane. Yes. Yeah. Or something like that. Like. Yeah. He was like a fucking, he was like a, like an even better Paul Bearer. Yes. Like, great promos. And, like, he understood the gothicness. Mikey Whipwreck is totally no-selling. A double oh, man, yeah. a double leg. I don't even know what the fuck. It was fuck. a double leg bar. Yeah. But then they were both giving him a submission, but he was just lying there dead. <laughs> Possibly trying to catch his breath. That's what I'd be doing. Yup. I mean, poor Alec Price is trying to pick him up and he can't. <laughs> yeah. He looks so much like Alec Price. You know, um, Alec, watch this show just so you can see your dad. Tony Mumble. Fucking wrestle. Yes. Okay, this was the note I had. He had a so, wonderful fucking sell of that whippersnacker. 
God, you got those Ritz crackers with cheese. It was great. <laughs> oh, oh, Snickers cheese? bar. Yeah. Tony Mamaluke was actually in WCW first. He was. was he? Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. He was. He? he was with the Mamalukes with Disco Inferno. Johnny oh my God. Oh. Played Tony Marinara. Yes. Christ. Holy he left, uh, Jesus Christ. He left Disco. A, Just uh, name him Tony Wop at that point. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it's God it's damn Kitty it. Wop Dago. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Stupid Wop Dago. <laughs> <laughs> I buried wasn't that entire thing out of my mind. He wasn't. See, wasn't that he was a weird was a three count guy? No. Ev- no, that was Evan Courageous. Evan fucking Courageous. That's who I'm thinking of. I was thinking of Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane Helms and all the sugar babies. Ooh, sugar baby daddy. I fucking loved WCW back in the day. Well, I love it now. Yeah. It. Oh my god, yeah. I I was a huge three count mark. I'm not gonna lie. And then when Tank Abbott's in, I'm like, oh Wait, man, are man. you Tank Abbott? You well, just added frost. You just tried to threaten me with a pair of scissors. So yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, let me just do uh, one of my signature spoken words. Get up on your feet. Put your hands together. Sing along with Free Count. We're partying forever. We like the Backstreet Boys, in sync too. Britney Spears is kind of cute. We watch TRL on MTV. Everybody three count one two three. One, two, three. That was. I can't get you out of my heart. <laughs> that, was the, that was the rarely heard uh, follow up. And this is Ben. Hey, listen, the, the lumber, this is Lumberjake's first spoken word on Best in Show. It's really good. Yeah, it is. So, right. uh, it's like William Shatner's Rocket Man. It's yeah, the crossover. That is pretty much all of Jake's spoken words. Pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gonna be high as a kite by then. By then. So uh, we uh, we saw Tajiri hit the green mist. Looked cool. And then Cyrus called a double tiger suplex for the win. But it, neither was a tiger suplex. No. no. One was a straight jacket suplex, and the other was just appeared to be a German suplex. That did lead to my spot of the match because I did enjoy, like, the double suplexes. But, yes. again, they were not what they were called to be. No. no. Uh, GC, how long did that match feel to you? Fuck. Well, considering I slept with the first elimination, I'm going to round it about to 15? Uh, it was 13.31. All right. I think if they would have done entrances, we could have called it 15. Yeah. <laughs> Lumberjake, what was your favorite spot of the match? I enjoyed um, when ta- when Mikey was going for the double whippersnapper, and they countered it into the double arm bar. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. I love uh, the FBI's <laughs> double super power bomb to Mikey Whipwreck. Actually, I changed mine to that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I had the um, the double team move by Tajiri and Whipwreck on Mama Luke, where there was a snapmare. Rolling neck snap, neck snap, as Styles put it, uh, into Mikey catches him with a face bump, boot to the head from Tajiri. I thought that was really yeah. good. They commented, and then they went to the rocket launcher, which I fucking despised. <laughs> so it's like such a good move and it's such a shit move. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you. There's nothing more I can say to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we get another, like again when you think about stretching for time, they'd bring another Sandman promo. Yeah. Remember what? So remember barely league when we talked about it, where they did a promo with each of the each challengers. Of the main event, yeah. Right. Made sense to me. It made sense to me, and it made sense to building up the character for their first pay per view. These are the guys. When you see it in this match for their triple threat match, you're just like, why the fuck are they stretching so hard for time? Like we didn't even hear Sandman cut a promo too. Really? Smoking know. cigarettes will always be cool. <laughs> 
Yeah. As an ex-smoker, I will never deny that. <laughs> like, that's part of the reason why I smoked for so long. Sandman? It's fucking cool. No, yeah. just the cigarettes are cool. They're fucking cool. cool. They kill you, but they're cool. I mean, Joe Cool says they're cool. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Joe Cool. Well, Joe Camel. Oh, Joe yeah. Camel. Well, Foxy Camel. Calvin Camel makes you cool. smoke every single time. Did you say Foxy Calvin Camel? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now he's got the power. Watch out, he spits. <laughs> <laughs> he swallows. <laughs> Um, so we are followed up by <laughs> Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger, <sighs> aka Johnny Parisi from his short-lived WWE run. That's insane! Oh, wow! Wow! I didn't realize that? Damn! Yeah, he uh, had a run in 2005, 2006. He looks a lot like Drew Galloway. Yeah, he looks I can a see lot that. Lot like Galloway. Yeah, I definitely can see that. So uh, Swinger hires Jasmine St. Clair. Sure does. And um, <laughs> you know I ain't got no love for you, you nasty cum burping bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the new Jack promo on Jasmine St. Clair. Oh Search it out. It is the greatest thing you will ever see in your life. The fact that Jasmine St. Clair opened a fucking company after yeah. that. Was that 3PW? XPW. XPW. She mm. worked with XPW. No, no, no. Oh, wait. Jake, you are correct. Really? You, oh, yeah, because it was uh, XPW was Rob Black. You're right. Rob I thought, Black I always and thought you were Lizzie right. Yeah. I always thought you were right. Like Let me think. Three was. I didn't tell you. Yeah, yeah it was Lizzie, <laughs> Bor- Lizzie Borden and Black did. Rob Black did XPW. Yes, and also Veronica Kane. She was another one of the porn stars. Do you remember uh, the ECW pay per view where the XPW guys tried to invade? Yes, yeah, I remember before this, obviously, because it was like August. Before. August, like it was like heat wave. That was when he wasn't it? That was a big like yeah to do. It was the it first was... ECW pay per view out in like California. It was their attempt to do what ECW did it, to WWF. That was a work. And XPW was like, no way they're gonna. Like chase us out to the parking lot and shoot beat us up. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? That's exactly what happened. Oh, really? <laughs> we'll see about Sam that. Sam like, hold my beer, like and then he cracks open another block. beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was what a fucking what a ballsy move that was. I respect it. And like half of the people they brought for invaders were girls. <laughs> it's yeah. like they're all they're just gonna fuck them. Yeah, like we're gonna get them. Oh. We're all going to give them AIDS. We're going to play the long con for this. Oh, my God, you guys, it's Chili Willy. Somebody in the crowd, right before this happened, yells, That's a hermaphrodite! (laughs) Before the WWE Balls Mahoney music hits, and Balls arrived with Chili motherfucking Willy. Willy. I can't see my fantasy. (laughs) This guy fucking rules. Everybody loves Chili Willy. Look at these fans going crazy. Chili Willy. <laughs> fucking among the stars. Oh, yeah, you better run, Blue Meanie. Blue Boy's like, dude, get the fuck out of the ring. Chili Willie's here. Yeah. It's that uh, that legend spot, like when Jimmy Snooker shows up in the Royal Rumble yep. and everybody waits to fucking yep. get bumped by Snooker. By Chili Willie. I can't yep. wait for him to be in the Royal Rumble what's, this year. Uh, yeah. What's Chili Willie doing now? Well, Chili Willie originally <laughs> left. Now he's warm, Willie. He left <laughs> wrestling after 9 11 to join the army. Wow. He pulled a Pat Tillman, but unlike Pat Tillman, he's he's alive. Yeah, he's still alive. His troops didn't shoot him. Chili Willie's like, I'm going to go find Dan Terry in Afghanistan. Pava, you can tell us what he's doing now. (laughs) That would be Lumberjack. Oh, never mind. I thought you knew. I don't know. He's wrestling. Probably slumming He has a wrestling school in, I believe, the Philippines. You know what? 
It was actually uh, uh, Best in Show alum, Kellen, oh, Kellen Thomas. Thomas. That's yeah. right. I actually looked said, it up. I thought Thank you, you told me, but okay. He told me, so we're, ah, all, we're all over We're all a bunch I'm of trying fucking to softball it to Lumberjake, so. and Lumberjake's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> as much I as have no idea what he's doing right now. <laughs> as much as we all love Chili Willie, and I know we do. Uh, I love Count Me Out. Oh, my God. This was the Andre Hulk moment right here. Why <laughs> not Chili, Chili Willie face off? Oh, man. I was popping so hard for the, this. The irresistible force versus the unthinkable oh, object. Oh, he fucking raped him with his ass. That's he like shoved his ass at his that face. That's a big move. The butt, the butt, no, the butt, butt. Spear. Oh, oh, man. Does anybody wish it was Axel Rotten instead of Chili Whip? Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Oh, I wish yes. I wish it was two chili willies. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I wish we had dope. You heard it here first. Chili not nice. enough chili willies. <laughs> not enough. And his girlfriend, Chili Millie. And now, yeah, Rhino here we go. Rhino fucking murders Jasmine St. Clair. Rhino Good. murders everyone. Good riddance. Fuck. Like, hey. What a fucking world for Rhino. What a great view. Yeah. He, oh, he licked. He licked yeah, he her ass. Yep. But, like... How do you convince Jesus a Christ. fucking porn star to do this? Like, why? She's a porn she star. She married Blue Boy. She, the same way she can five dollars. Lose the sure. You want five dollars? Sure. I mean, give her the five dollars. She takes her tits in your face. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Well, I didn't ask for that, but alrighty. And like, then I realized I would be able to take that two dollars. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Rhino. Rhino, Rhino was like twenty-two here. Twenty-three. Yeah. He's like 41 now, which is crazy. And he is, so is he like the last of the ECW originals to still be in the WWE? he is the last. The That's yeah. Right? Sign. Yeah. Unless you count like Bobby Lashley who just came back. I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> um... So that went to a... That's a no contest, we're calling that? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely that's a no contest. That's listed on Wikipedia, as yeah. at least. All right. JC, how long did that match feel to you? Not long enough with Chili Willy in there, but no. let's go with uh, two minutes, if that. It's a 47 never. seconds. All right. There's never enough Chili Willy. I oversold that. There is a promo right after the match where Rhino says he tastes violence. So I put, oh, so he's on PCP. Okay, so that explains <laughs> legit everything. Literally the entire gimmick. Styles also... After an unprotected chair shot to the head, it says scrambling is brain matter. Yeah, that is an oh, old one. Which is statement. Exactly what yeah. he's doing at this point. Yeah. Fuck. WWE used to do that all the time with Ross and Lawler when the Dudleys would take an unprotected chair shots to the head. It's like, oh, scrambling them brains. Oh, he won't remember his kids in a few years. And they don't edit it from the network version. It's like, dude, you guys are priming yourself from when Bubba fucking files a lawsuit in fucking 10 years. And then it was a fucking, then he got hit in the head with a table. By one of the Briscoes, and that's yeah. what ended them. Yeah. Go fucking figure. Uh, Jesus Christ. So next up, we get Steve Carino, the Sandman, and Justin Credible. Yes. In the TLCC match, the extra C stands for mattress. Sandman's <laughs> entrance with awful WWE music. It's not even his original WWE theme. It's just some dog shit. Just some fucking, bullshit, yeah. It's fucking terrible. So bad. By the way, the extra C stands for canes, not mattress. Oh, what's that extra C for? That's a typo. Well, when when we were first talking about the show before we watched it, and like Mikey's like, "Oh, I'm I'm on TLCC," and I just thought I really did think you just typoed it. Like, <laughs> Mikey's so fucking stupid. <laughs> and then I watched the pins. I get it. No, right. no, like no, it's a thing. <laughs> Jack Victory, it's. Was there any reason for him to be in ECW? I'm not complaining. He's a working class man. He's amazing. He's a steel town. Nice. Nice. High spot. Uh, 
Carino looks a lot like CM Punk. Well, yeah. you mentioned that, and I, I yeah. didn't realize it until you like said it. ROHTNA yeah. level CM Punk. He is right there. All the way down to like his the white wrist tape. Um, yeah. yeah. Like everything. Yeah, yeah they actually had to, ended up having a feuding ring of honor where Steve Carino dressed up as CM Punk, and instead of writing straight edge on his stomach, he wrote, I love beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. That's yeah. fucking great. What a great feud. But between the Steve Carino feud and the Raven feud, CM Punk had some great Yeah, he, he got real lucky at the draw with those yeah. first couple of feuds. So that was what, 2005, 2006? Yeah, yeah it was like right, right before. I never got. really got into Ring of Honor, so I never really watched any of that stuff. Early I went to a couple really good. in I, Braintree, I, uh, uh, the Braintree Armory, and I felt, and it was been, so 2006 you said? 2000, around. something around there. 2007 was the last one in Braintree. So, that's about what, five years since away from ECW, and I really felt I I felt that like connection. I felt like ECW very ECW esque, and I was like, man, like this is cool. They're really trying to like. And then you didn't have that connection when you went back. But I took like 2011. Yeah, 2012. I didn't. It didn't stick with me. You think that's because of the roster changes, or just like? I think it's because in 2005, 2006. People were still doing like new things, and not everything seemed to be an attempt to be a super indie match. Where mm. in 2012, every match was going fucking 20 minutes, and every match they were doing everything. Yeah. If you watch the first fucking Ring of Honor show, it opens with the fucking Christopher Street connection. Two fucking gay guys. That's the Rob Feinstein effect. And they, <laughs> he, I can show you some pictures of Rob Feinstein <laughs> as the fun athletic guy. He signed my checks. And um, we talk about Dan Terry and Mushi Malay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Michelle Malay. Oh my God. And um, yeah, it was. Uh, it started off with the two gay tag team characters coming out, and then they got jumped by Diet Squad or something, who was actually H. C. Loke from. <laughs> right. Or no, it was the Carnage Crew. Excuse me, H. C. Loke and uh, Tony DeVito. Okay. But uh, yeah, th- I felt like it was more variety even then. Like they wanted to have it. Not everything was like it felt like there would be in Japan light in 2012 like everyone must do everything and kick out of everything and no sell at some point it's like man I mean ROH was ahead of the curve um, because they were doing fucking four hour shows for WWE did right. <laughs> for pay per views like what we, we went to the Plymouth show yeah and like the yeah. show was so fucking it was like 11.45 when the show ended and that really kept I'm done like I'm, I'm you, were, I'm, yeah. you were all set I'm tapped out and they, they, like, they, were, and they literally did everything everybody kicked out of everything and it was I felt like such a a fucking like jaded jaded vet like like look at these fuck but <laughs> that was you earlier today that's also true I'm gonna tell you from this match too who I love please the fucking Sandman yeah so underappreciated Everything he threw <laughs> yes. was so uncoordinated, but it still hit. Uh, you, it was you, so great. You picked the perfect word. Unappreciated. Yeah. Uh, underrated. No, 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 no. Perfectly no. rated. No, perfectly yes. rated. Perfectly rated. But underappreciated. Yes. You don't get a lot of appreciation from Sandman's uh, black tank top phase. Yeah. He really uh, was I, just... I also love that Vince loves Sandman. Yes, Vince he loves Sandman. I also love uh, that Sandman got a tattoo of himself on his arm, so when he lifted his arm up, it was yeah. the same as Steve. Which is, yeah, dude, I yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sandman had no right to throw things and with as much accuracy as he did. He would nail. He was dead on. He was like fucking Nolan Ryan. Yeah, he was right. fucking whip things out there. 
It's like, God damn. My cousin was obsessed with Sandman to the point where he always took his soda cans and smashed them against his head. Did you guys ever do that? My buddy did. My buddy was I, obsessed with Sandman. I can smash the cans on my head, but it's not because of the Sandman. I when a buddy of mine used to wrestle in the backyard as hardcore Hank. Yeah, like, dude. I'm like, dude, people are going to know what you're doing. He's like, no, no, no. They won't get it. I'm like, yeah, cool. You're, you're smart and Hardcore Hank, two different guys. <laughs> hardcore Hank, Hardcore Hank, completely different. I come out to Tommy Dreamer's theme song. Great. This, this, is, this is fucking completely original, It's baby. like that time we saw that girl wrestle. Remember when we saw Alice in Chains? Alice in Chains, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Go to Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oh, oh what do you pronounce you? Uh, man in the Woman in the Box? No. Yeah. Nope. It's my love. Man in the Box. Man with a box. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> um... This match, so when we talk about this, watch Sandman get right out. So Hold good. on. So good. We, oh, this, may, this may be the other bump. No, the other one he no sells completely. I know what you're talking yeah. about, Pava. He goes to the table, he's like, <laughs> ah! And just, gets, just walks away. <laughs> like, fucking <Steve> <laughs> nothing happened. Steve Carino looks like the shitbag here because he's not wrestling in jeans. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I know. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, oh, man, what are you wearing, We're nerd? jeans, you Fucking making us look bad, asshole. What are you, a queeb? <laughs> oh, he hit the Raven special. I had that in the notes. He hit the old yeah. Raven drop to hold on the chair. On the chair yeah. We missed out on the Just Incredible with an iPad. Feud. <laughs> oh God! Armity. <laughs> did we? I know we talked about it in our last time recording, but do we ever talk about this—the mysterious belt being uh, like lifted even higher? Yeah, I like, it was a uh, big boss man. Yeah, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> but like, it basically helped Sandman win this match and win yeah. the World heavyweight title. Well, yeah, but it was because of uh, it was Cyrus. It was, was that Cyrus? Yeah, it must have been. Because he raised the thing so Salmon could get all fucked up because he's a drunken fucking mess who's wearing the same outfit I would have worn to high school. Just like pants that were like two sizes too big and like white sneakers. Right. I do want to make a note, too, that this kind of surmises ECW in one statement. Yeah. Sandman won the ECW championship, the world championship. Again, the same title for ECW as would be the WF title for San Martino yep. or Hogan or Cena. He won that championship three fucking times. This was his fourth. Yeah, this, this ends up being his fucking fourth. His Spoiler alert. Fucking what title name? Fuck! I love the Sandman. He should not be your fucking champion, though. He's the guy that's like the definition <laughs> of doesn't need the title. Yes. Yes. Just Sandman. Yeah. We also talk about how how uh, much of a shitty name Hack is, but isn't that like what, what people actually, actually call called him? Like yeah. that was his name. People called him because he's a hack. Yeah. <laughs> let me throw this out to you guys. Considering the people that have won the title, like Sandman, yeah, uh, like Just Incredible, yep. should they have ever put the world title on Bubba? Should he have gotten a run no. at the ECW? No, way. not no. then. No, they wouldn't. No. I th- and not until he would they have? Did he understand? It's probably could sure, but it's like he was they, still so... He, like when they made him a single star. Yeah. That's when they were trying to make Bubba happen. Jersey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop trying to make Bubba happen. It's never going to happen. It's going to happen. TNA made him. Oh, Bully Ray. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And then as soon as WWE's like, we'll have you back, he's like, where's Devon? Yeah. Get my partner back here. Yeah. Bully Ray, TNA gets a lot of shit, but every once in a while, TNA would hit a, a, a you know, hit a dinger, and yeah. motherfuckers, like, Bully Ray, like that's a good one. 
What was the one you just said? Seven. Seven, yes. With uh, Dustin Rhodes, where yeah. he, no, no, that was Black Rain. No, Black Rain. Meow, meow, meow. He's gonna rap. Oh yeah. We've just been unfollowed on yeah. Twitter by uh, Dustin Rhodes. Yep. Oh, yeah, he doesn't sorry. like that, right? No, no. he does not. Anybody oh, yeah. that tries to tweet at him, he deletes it if they mention Black Rain at all. Do you yeah. think that was a low point in his life? <laughs> well, probably yes. But Dude, this is great. <laughs> oh, Sam! Sam just climbs so crazy, and just incredible climbs the top rope in order to drop kick him or something, and Sam just falls and breaks the ladder. And the ladder cartoonishly breaks. Yeah. It's like zigzag. You could have put in a boy. <laughs> the ladder broke in the same way the Sandman's ankle broke when he fell. Yeah, like they look exactly the same. Like, they just, oh my god. There's no rhyme or reason to this match. But just, that was ECW, I, man. It was, but it also feels sad in this final iteration of it. Like, yeah. Like, it's like. I feel like this should have been the match that ended it. Yeah. Like, especially with what happens in the, um, at the very, very end. I won't mm-hmm. spoil it. No. But, but yeah, um, this, I, I, I don't know. This, this felt very ECW, especially if you consider the barely legal finish yeah. and how fucking all over the goddamn plates that was. This felt very ECW at the end. Well, so so Sandman ends up winning this match, right? So he wins the title. I hated at the very end with all of them shaking each other's hands. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Like, uh, so what's happening? Okay, I guess uh, that's that's where it feels like the end of ECW. You have Credible, Carino, and Sandman all just like, good Worst job, brother. Worst call ever. Yes, <laughs> yes. Fucking Molino's in there, like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Credible's like, they wouldn't let me do this in MSG. They told me to get the fuck out, and they locked the cage. <laughs> like, I just, I felt like a weird thing, and then they started the tease, like, well, maybe it's going to be a new stable with Carino and uh, Justin Credible, yeah. Yeah, that's what oh, I kind of right. thought was yeah. going. And they were going to be the new Impact players. Yep. Yes, yes. Which, you know, I don't necessarily Which I don't hate. I don't hate yeah. it either. Uh, yeah. But that's just, the literal last so thing the you bell, see. So the yep. belt raises. Yes. And then Sandman knocks the other two through tables. Sandman runs up the fucking ladder again because he doesn't fucking sell shit. He just he's like, oh yeah, fucking ladder, I'm up it. We gotta go home. And uh, Sandman gets the belt at what time, JC? Um, eighteen. Thirteen minutes. Wow. And 20 All right. It felt. It felt longer. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, this is the spot paper was referring to. Sandman takes a the table and one. Two, three. And he's up. <laughs> fucking like hawks in the road. <laughs> and he's on his feet. Fucking blocks like away. taking a pile drive. <laughs> well, because I'm pretty sure he knows like that he has to get back in the position for his yep. next spot. Then maybe not do that spot. Yeah, I exactly. agree. You think? Agreed. Fair enough. Jack Rick Victory has a thick oh, old Jack lady's ass. Jacka, oh, a Jack, Jack Victory has a thick old lady's ass. <laughs> He has like a MILF's ass. Like, not a MILF, like a fucking mother you wouldn't want to fuck yeah. ass. Like mom Jean ass. Mom Jean ass. There you go. He's got a mom haircut, too. So. He does. He God. looks like a woman that just went through a divorce and wants to get a short, sassy haircut. Yes. She looks like the gym teacher from high school high. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a deep cut right there. John Lovitz, man. It's all about it. Ah, yeah. Sandman is my gym teacher. <laughs> yes. Thank hey. you. It stinks. <laughs> this only went 13. It only went 13 minutes and 20 seconds. So I guess for like just a chaos, like just spot after spot after spot, like that's that's a good amount of time. So uh, spots. Handshakes. Oh yeah. Oh. We had the handshake spot, uh, and then Ohio comes in. 
in order to rape the Sandman, but then he trips before goring him. He sure which does. I lapped my fucking can ass. We, can I count that as my spot for the match? Or is that too far? Is after the match is over? Does I it guess count? You, you should. The other one. That, that slip was hysterical. Yeah. Like that, like. That pretty much summed up ECW in January well, it, 2001, like, right there. Killed the mystique right out of the gate. Like, Rhino's yep. a fucking beast. He just, he literally just tore through. Like the biggest star you have, Chili Willy, and then he comes <laughs> back later, and he fucking trips like a go- like a goddamn. I was wrestling. I wrestled the first Elkmania show, and I uh, got the hot tag in, and I hit a big clothesline, and I uh, went to close on the other guy, and I tripped, and I fucking just tripped over the guy that bumped first, and I just fucking tripped, and I fell, and I just got up, and I just fucking started. Killing people. <laughs> I was fucking throwing fucking chops and clothes. Like, throwing, hey, he was throwing soup bowls. <laughs> oh, Gates hey, is back. I just finished blowing a guy in the bathroom. I heard Jake talking about him throwing them soup bowls and shiznit. <laughs> Fucking Taz Chipperson over here. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna head out of here, suck cuckers. I'll see you later. Bye, gay Taz. Chippekaye for the muckers. Thanks, gay Taz. Stop fucking stealing my mic. God damn it. Give him back his flame hat. Fucking Taz Chipperson. Give me my hat back. God damn it. So we got Salmon versus Rhino. Well, before we get the match to start, how does he how does he get him to agree? I love you. What? <laughs> Nothing. Why am I TV champion when this fucking company doesn't even have TV? Good point, Good point. Rhino. Gay Rhino. Gay Rhino. Rhino. He Grindo. throws soup bones at my asshole and shit. I'm gonna glue your fucking uterus. Yeah. I don't know. That's so so should, <laughs> so hold on. So Sandman wins the belt. Yes. And Francine's like upset about it, but shouldn't she want to now fuck Sandman? Yeah. Yes. No, she does, but that's yes, why she's is. upset about it. She's like, I don't know. Oh, what the fuck, fuck the oh, Sandman? I gotta fuck the Sandman. Ah, oh, jeez. You know what the fuck, Sandman? Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that. Paul's uh, like, send Rhino yeah. out. Rui just cracked up. Yeah. Post Malone's in the front row. Oh. I I wrote that I down. Fans. I wrote down the love child of Post Malone and Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> What's with all the fans That's sticking smart. their fingers on other fans' mouths? Like they were all trying to yawn. Yeah, and kept them. Oh, yeah, we try to ruin each other's yawn. So Sandman, he's fucking won the title for the fourth time. He's celebrating. He's happy. His family's in the audience. He's uh, off, and he gets it. His family's in the audience. Yeah, his family's in the audience. Yeah, Lori. They never show them, yeah. but they're there. Me, they're there. Okay. Lori and Tyler are there. And Tyler, yeah. yeah. Happy Mother's Day, you fucking bitch. Yeah, Tyler's got his arms outstretched. Yep. It's like okay, it's over. If they had just used an insert shot of young Tyler in his rave in his Raven outfit, I got your kid. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they're already fucking ending the company. Just fucking just go all out. So, uh, Rhino murders. He, he talks yep. Sandman into a match because he's like, if you don't give me a match, I'm going to murder your family. I'm going to kill your fucking, fucking bell. <laughs> EC fucking W, Sandman baby. fucking rules. <laughs> like, you know what? Put the belt on him every fucking time. Let him become a ten-time champion. Do you think people in the crowd thought this was the end of the show? Yes. yes, I think they forgot about the surprise thing. So um, Jerry Lynn's like, wait, Jerry. <laughs> Maybe that's why they did the handshake spot to make it seem like it's the end that's of the show. Right, yeah, it's a big and finish. Then, uh, I mean, Rano, Rano comes in. Well, it's impressive that it's they think we're teasing it's the end of the show and still have technically two matches left. 
with going into Rhino versus. Know that the fans yeah. know that. That's so, the ultimate ECW swerve. So, uh, Rhino wins the title. Pile driver, kick out. Gore, kick out. Fucking pile driver. Fucking Superman. Off the apron, through a table, kick out, and then just a regular. Oh, we're watching this is also what I forgot is the fucking Debaldi show up again. Interference. They do. That's which Baldi's bookended the last ECW show ever. Oh they were at God. the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. How and they make them? they make Sandman look like fucking Bruno San Martino in this. Yeah, he kicks out of fucking everything. I was waiting for Desperado to start <laughs> because he just kicked out of everything. Desperado fucking spear fucking kicks out. It's true. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hold on, guys. I need to wait till the music kicks in. Do I come out? Yep. Don't you feet get cold in the winter time? Okay, now. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, RVD comes out. Well, Rhino wins the world heavyweight title. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to fucking murder everybody still. And then, like, Silas is saying, like, there's nobody back there who there's can fucking no beat surprise. this guy. There's no surprise. There's nobody in that locker room oh, who can beat slip. my man. Oh, and uh, <laughs> lo and behold, there is somebody. <laughs> but, now, but they're not going to give you what you think they're going to fucking give you. No. And have RVD beat Rhino for the, you know, the fucking championship and end the show all happy. No. No. But no. I was going to tell you, man, RVD was going to come out to fucking respect or to fucking even one of a kind. He came out to the shittiest fucking song ever. It might have been like, what are you fucking coming out to? Here's the shitty fucking part about this. Yeah. This is my friend Mike Sheehan's favorite pop of all time when RVD makes his return. The song was to walk. Yes, the Kilgore version. Yes. But still. It was, he came out to walk, yes. and the fans went fucking crazy for it. Yes. Now, WWE did edit it, so he came out to one of a kind. All right. But it left in the pop. Yep. In this version, they added another layer on top of that, where they added a bunch of stock music and completely cut the pop yeah. all together. It's like, why? You have you own the rights to one of a kind at this point. Yes, and you already made the edit. Yeah. It already exists in the do world. You, do you think it's a petty thing on the part of, like... To w- cut our... Yeah. But, like, you know... To play just, like, get it out. Cut his theme Because song. it does make it difficult to rewatch some of these ECW shows with all the great... Parts yes. of it cut out or edited out, and if you put one of a kind in there, yeah. that's a pretty good theme song for yeah. RVD. It's great. They do that with Chris Jericho. They yeah, one of a kind is fine. One of a kind is fine. Chris Jericho, yeah, it's fine. Like, look at these fucking people so fucking go crazy. Yeah. Literally, you can't hear anything. It's a fucking tragedy. Yeah. But again, this crowd is pumped for this, and it doesn't fucking happen because who Damn. comes in? Damn. Jerry fucking Lynn. <laughs> It's like, hey, Jer- guys. No, I'm sorry you said that wrong. Jerry! <laughs> well, you see, you, um, you're you you're half right because uh, the crowd really wanted to see Jerry Lynn and RVD for the 50th time. <laughs> and they're like, hey, let's do it one more time with a little less passion. Yeah. And we'll do it for 25 fucking minutes. There was a time 
and ECW or me and my buddies were like, we're just would I would have covered my pants for this match? Oh, no, yeah. when it first happened, it was amazing. Yeah, but they they overused this a lot. But at ECW. this point, this yeah. was the main event to Jerry and Super Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, it just seemed like they're like, hey, we're gonna do our best of. Yep. Like, exactly. Here's our hits. Yeah. And thanks for coming. I mean, yeah. you couldn't even get Jerry Lennon to have regular tights, and he's just wearing his workout shorts. Yeah. They're all doing it. It's like they're fucking step behind on every fucking thing. I agree. And I don't even think it had to be as long as it did. No. They love those fucking long sequence spots, but it doesn't even look like good. And they used to be the masters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, like, even that gives the opportunity for Ovid. Like, just this was Ovid's first match back post, like, over a year. It was was ankle, I think. And to be fair, for somebody who just broke his leg, he looks pretty good. Yes. But you're so used to that. 100% 100% Jerry Lynn, 100% RVE. You're just like. And then RVE yeah. in 1997 was fucking amazing. Oh my god. god. Yeah. Heal RVD. It's you might not like it, but you gotta fucking respect it. It's so and funny watching that shit back. Like he was really good on the mic. Like it was. Like, what he happened? was so good. What happened? So good. You think he just lost that passion? Like no, he just. It's like well, like, I'm getting paid. Cool, whatever. I just moved on. Because when when he when. When he got to WWE, and it took them forever to finally realize what they had in him, because the crowd wanted him to be champ so bad, right away, getting yeah. monstrous pops, yeah, and such they good they pulled like they do all the time. They pull the rug out from somebody, yeah. Uh, and then when he finally got a shot, and he finally got the chance, he fucked, too much. He fucked it up. It's but too late. but for those two years, RVD w- had won the most wins yeah. on Raw in those years that he was popular. He was on fire. He was on. The fucking top of the world. Yeah. The motherfucker was the ECW and WWE champion at the same goddamn fucking time and beat the top star of the. Beat John last Cena ten at years the Hammerstein. At yeah. the Hammerstein Ballroom? I feel like, if anything, this is a microcosm of Vince is not as smart as people make him out to be. He got Hogan, but he missed RVD. He totally missed, missed, RVD. missed Daniel Bryan. He could have gotten because a lot more out of Daniel Bryan. He has other people in his fucking That's year. what it is. Takes the That's what it is. But it's like it's always the people that are like, no, remember I'm the top yeah. guy, so why don't you ignore them? Like I feel like they could have made so much more off of Roman Reigns if they fucking turned him heel. Yeah, they all not even for even a year. Because they would have turned him babyface. Yeah, again. yeah, like they did with The Rock. He turns heel. That's fucking cheers all Boom. all the time. Fuck yes. You spend the, the The Rock is the perfect example. That is the the example. And they just, just keep putting them against heels, and the fans are like, yeah. man, all these heel-heel matches. Like, those die-rocky-die chants were legit. and they You were, were there screaming it, Mikey. Yeah, in his fucking face. Yeah. Mikey and was yeah. actually yelling, die-rocky-dub. <laughs> <laughs> the fucker. But, like, that was, that was how people felt about him. Yeah. And then... Because they're like, I'm sick of the Rocky Johnson mm. fucking the, the Rocky Maivia shit. If, yeah, the blue chipper. Not yeah. that it, it that? wouldn't have made any fuck. Not that it would have made any difference whatsoever. <laughs> but why am I why am I cold this up when I'm so blue? But if they had right, done shit. Rock versus Merrill at WrestleMania, that's one thing. But when they ended up doing the Sultan versus like you and know, the fans were. Che- what was it? Him versus Mankind. Where they were booing Rocky Maivia and cheering Mankind. Yeah. And the big finish was crossbody off the top rope where Mankind caught him in the mandible claw and the crowd popped huge. Yeah. But the, the fact that they recognized that and then went to work on, like, reinventing him, turning... They the, recognized it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it worked. And then two years later, he was the fucking most over person in the fucking company. Yeah. And now they're going, la, 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 la. Yeah, I, I don't hear what you're saying. You see, you see now, fellas, they have two more billion dollars in their pockets. Yeah, so they can true. go, la, 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 all you're they right. fucking want. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely. And no one's going to fucking care. Yeah. No, no people will care. About it. I mean, they'll care. It Eventually. just doesn't matter. They're going to still make their fucking money. It doesn't matter. They already made their money. Yeah. Um, they make it off Saudi Arabians. So yeah. that's a little different. Not real. Not if, if Al Qaeda has anything to say about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Al Qaeda sent a message to Saudi Arabia saying Threatening that WWE the is like the work of Satan Ooh. and having WWE shows in your country, showing their privates. Yeah, Wait, do, you, do you know who's World over three, now? With World three. Al Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that's that side point. That's yeah, that's a real yeah. thing. Side point. Boo me at the next Gen CW show for that. <laughs> that ref loves Al Qaeda. Boo! <gasps> we wish you died in Oh my God, where are we? Where? So the thing I you, you talk about how great Rob Van Dam was in WWE, and I think he was. The one thing that's missing in this match for ECW, Fonzie. Yeah. Yes. Weird. Let me tell you something, Daddy. If he was there, of of all the happen. guys, like so, no actual rotten. Yes, you know, no New Jack. No, there's a lot of ECW guys like no oh, Sabu. Here, no Sabu. But yeah. the fact that Fonzie was not out there with Rob Van Dam felt Rob. so fucking wrong. Yeah. Imagine the pop RVD gets, and just like RVD comes out and fucking Bella Fonzie just out there blowing the fucking whistle. Yep. Fuck yes, that would have made. Everything feel better. Like this would be like, oh my god, this is a moment. Even at one night stand when Robin didn't, didn't wrestle, just having Fonzie there, yes. where we're like, you know what? Fair enough. I'm in. <laughs> All my friends are drunks and degenerates. No offense, Fonzie. Yeah. <laughs> like there's they not taking daddy. Yeah, not taking daddy. The chemistry is so weird, but it worked so perfectly in ECW, and I just that was a bummer. So when I mean again, spoiler alert now. Joel Gertner shockingly makes his return later in the match, and he's holding the chair for the Van Terminator. Incorrectly. It's like, yes. that should have been Fonzie. Yeah, that, that should was have Fonzie's spot. I, f- I, f- I hated this era of ECW because they made it made Joel Gertner, and it was like, oh, man, Joel Gertner is the coolest. Yeah. No, he was, he's he was not. He's a babyface here. Yeah. Which he should totally not be. So, so, I get him being a babyface, but they made him to be like, Cool. Yeah, like super cool. But fuck it's, off. Oh man, that's so cool. He's gonna play with their titties and lick her clitty. Like <laughs> <laughs> if they made him into the nerd, then that would be fine. But as the cool guy, the fuck but you, see, dude. Like, he was still doing the fucking was, little exactly yeah, the crying like dance. Which is fine. I love that. Well, but you're not the cool guy now. No, how can you be cool when you do that? No. Think of the bite he had in that barely legal, like that the opening promo he did, yeah. getting really great heat, yeah. and then the fucking Eliminators murdered him at the end. And then uh, he goes, the Dudleys won that match, seventy-three points to sixty-eight. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's so smart. And just uh, to see again, we, where that guy started the first match of the first pay-per-view. Yeah. To, now. to this. You're like, what the fuck what happened? Stark change. Really bookending. Yeah. It really is. It really is. So, I mean, RVD wins. Like, I mean, that's fine. That's the right Grand finish. Terminator, yeah, coast to coast, whatever you want to call it. It's the right call, but it just it felt like you guys said it's a it's a photocopy of their other matches. Yeah. And I mean, when you photocopy a photocopy, it loses it's, it's quality. Like, yeah. Kind of like shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, before we get to the end of this match, we have the uh, the bald guy getting 
a little too handsy at this point. Yeah, uh, and that's a different one from the guy that was getting nope, off. That's the same guy. No, it no, is it's the a same different guy. Man. That's the same guy. He's just not wearing the hat. Well, let's. Uh, uh, that's the same fucking guy. You know guy. what? You're one. Did he put on a correct. jacket? That's the you same are guy. One hundred percent correct. This is the part where I thought it was the Jets fireman. He was <laughs> wearing the NFL jacket. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did the Jets fireman come to? Okay, ECW? the guy next to him is wearing oh. his hat. Yeah. All right. You're okay. Um. So the crowd. Do you think they switched so Atlas Security wouldn't think it was him anymore? Yep. Like, here, you wear my hat. I'll wear your jacket, <laughs> and they're none the wiser. Exactly what fucking that's what oh, happens. They don't notice that one's Mexican, one's now white either. Watching Jerry Lynn. Here, take my stupid hat. Put my hat on, Jerry. The crowd notices and before Atlas, anything. Atlas was like, "Fuck off." That's because the crowd was like, "Punch the bald guy," <laughs> and then they did. They fucking did. And they didn't show that side of the ring the rest of the fucking show. That's uh, amazing. Did you say hatless security? Yup. <laughs> Hope they catch his hatless yep. ass. Oh, that makes me so happy. Too bad their hat flew out the window. Uh-huh. See, that's such an ECW thing. They should have just fucking showed it. Yeah. yeah. Show yeah. the fucking... Show rough enough. That would have been, been a good finale of them punching some fucking it's, idiot in the face. It's like that uh, scene in The Simpsons when Homer was running for the trash commissioner. <laughs> and he interrupts the U2 concert and it just shows him yeah. getting beat up Don't by Don't worry, folks. He's, he's going to get the help he deserves. And then just on the big screen, just him getting Beat up by security. In the name of love. <laughs> He's getting fucking rocked. So good. Potato man. Potato man. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> wow. So, JC, how long did that match feel to you? Fuck. Um, 22 minutes. Actually, it's still going on. Oh. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> it uh, was 19 minutes and 30 seconds. All right. Uh, it's not too far off. No. Um, what was your rap? What was what was your guys' favorite spot of the match? Um, Mikey? Uh, my favorite spot was the bald guy getting punched by Atlas Security. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? I think I might have to concur with that. And, like, when you have when you have these two guys in the ring, you're like, oh, what, these fucking douchebags? That's the favorite spot you could pick. But, again, as you mentioned, how many times have you seen this match? So much. And when the luster wears Over off, I just it. wasn't... Steven Luster winning anything yep, for when me. Steven Lust wears off. So, you know. Steven Broder. When Taylor Negron wears off, you gotta <laughs> move on. Fucking Taylor Negron. Um, I think for me, I feel there's that spot in the beginning where they did that little wrestling sequence, and then Rob Van Dam's so fucking high on himself that he just jumps up onto the second rope and like gets the adulation yeah. of the fans. He does like, and he's just like he I'm bow. fucking back. Yeah. And like I just the the happiness that he had uh, like that was that it wasn't the best wrestling sequence they've ever done. I actually showed. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I my favorite spot of the match was when RVD hits a press slam into a moonsault into he yeah. just runs up and hits a second rope moonsault like he's just so pumped up and he was just so good. Buddy Christ. Uh, I really feel my favorite spot was the fucking old rigmarole of them doing that <laughs> counters and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong again, with that. I used to. That like, old gag. When I was like 18, I'm like, oh, this again. Respect, We'd seen it like, so many times. We're going to clap. We're going to enjoy the spot. Like, yeah, no, I, I appreciate this. I appreciate this. And yeah, then Jerry, uh, Jerry and then was so pissed off. He's like, oh, I counted. Yeah, that was good. Bobby M. Dam's like, hey, oh, and everybody's like, yeah. Oh, you guys have wrestled a million goddamn times. Oh, you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, that's ECW guilty as charged. Yeah. We talked about how Indeed. WrestleMania Act Seven uh-huh. was like the season, the series finale of the WWF. This shouldn't have been the series this finale. Like, this is like the season, the series finale for ECW, but it was like a series that got canceled in the middle yeah, of the season. So the, yeah, so a lot of questions are unanswered. Yeah. The series finale for ECW should have been when Vic Grimes landed on New Jack's head <laughs> and he couldn't see out of his eye. Good times. That would have been the finale. Good the times. end. Leave the memories alone. Yep. So well, that was quite the uh, show. Did everybody put I wrote, the ballots I in? Mine in? Yep. Yes, okay. I remember my ballot specifically. Uh, all right, this the first is where one. we... Uh, uh, all right, Mikey. I remember it vividly. This is where we go through and we've, we put our ballots in at some point. There should be four. JC, you wrote it on a receipt. I, wrote it on a receipt. I didn't write it down, but I know it in my mind. Three of oh. them are on napkins. Two of them are on a receipt. One's what is? Buddy's face did not write his down. Uh, I remember it, it's the same exact one I had. Okay, BC, why don't you just tell us? All right, so <laughs> here are my mental ones. The best one that I thought was the triple threat tag. All right. I personally like the triple threat tag. The majority was just because of any interaction between Tajiri and Super Crazy. It was fucking immaculate. Oh, my God. I'm like, can we just have this for three hours? Yeah. It was so goddamn good. Yeah, Once you got rid of fucking worst Kid part Cash. was Nova versus William Hurt. Yep. Nova versus William Hurt. Yeah. I'm like, the new nasty Nova can fucking go fuck himself. He can this go was fucking, fucking suck Gay Taz's dick. Yeah, Gay Taz, you want to say anything about it? Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, that new nasty Nova, I actually, uh, I actually kind of like them. Like to bring them over to the Red Hook neighborhood, bring them to the house of hardcore, and show them how I tug that prick just right. But anyways, hey, Rob Greer, why don't you tell them? Yeah, that match fucking sucked a dick. Thanks, Gaytaz. Yep. Thanks, Gaytaz. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start opening these ballots. Yep. Uh, for best match, we have Lynn versus RVD. Worst would be Simon and Swinger versus Balls and someone else. All right. Couldn't have been Chili Willie. Yeah, no. <laughs> no Chili Willie is a fucking legend. Here we have the best match was C.W. Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer. Oh. With the worst match being the triple threat, the TLCC match. Wow. And then we have best match, C.W. Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. And the worst match, Nasty Nova versus Chris Hammer. All Hammer's. right. Yay. We got two clear-cut winners this yes, time. Yes. Our best matches of the night were C.W. Anderson and Tommy Dreamer. And also our worst match of the night being Nova versus William Hurt. William yes. Hurt. William Hurt <laughs> from fucking Lost in Space. <laughs> I love you, wife. Fuck <laughs> off. Well, boys, that was fun. That was. It was. I'm so glad we got to do this for the first time ever. Me too. Here tonight. I want to say thanks to Kellen and Red Roche who have been joining us the whole time. They've been singing silence. Thank God. Gay Taz couldn't shut the fuck up, but Red and Gay Taz. I was busy shoving my prick into the both of those guys. All right, Gay Taz. They weren't able to. Gay Taz. All right, Pavel. If you want me to leave, I'm going to leave. Fuck you later, brother. (laughs) Hey, Tug Life. I'll see you later. Tug life born. Tug life. Tug like bread. And when I'm tugging your fucking prick, I'll be tug life dead. <laughs> Jerry, I can't see you. I'm going to head out. Later, guys. Bye, Gay Taz. Yeah, bye, Gay Taz. I love you. Make love to me, Gay Taz. All right. He's the best. He's so good. He's a good guy. I love uh, the original. Oh, he's giving tug jobs. Fury's favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck.
Well, this uh, has been fun. This is a good time. What are we? What are we doing next? Well, we're. Um, what for? We're, uh, Jeff ooh. learns is on the off the table for right now. For now, they've been going through a lot of personal problems. Yeah, we don't blame them. No, yeah. Who is this? Uh, Jeff, Jeff learns wrestling? wrestling, a fantastic podcast from. Oh. Uh, the uh, pod, I don't know, some name, some oh, channel, right. I don't know. On the network of yeah, pods. They're, yeah. they're, they're on Kevin Kelly's network. All right. So uh, what are we going to be doing next for Best in Show? Are we going to be doing Summers? Or was it be Summer, Summer Slam? Slam? Um, Summer Slam 1992 will actually yeah, be. Yeah, I believe our good, our good friend Adam, Adam Salzer is going to be. Oh, He's been pining to get on the podcast for a while. He's he's very excited about that plug you just got. So oh, yeah. he also gets excited when I answer his messages. <laughs> sure, that's true. And um, he also gets excited when you tickle his urethra <laughs> with your index finger. Taz, <laughs> Taz, Taz oh, that's enough. No Taz, I, that's enough. I, oh, by Taz. I, I, Taz. <laughs> Jesus, I might pull it. Well, oh, I was oh, going well, yeah. to say, say what we're going to have next. As this was, I we just as, well, no, but I was going to say as this is going to be dropping um, in the next day or so. Happy two year anniversary to oh, us. Yes, yes, guys. Two years anniversary. Two years. Congratulations. Yeah. Two so years is a tug anniversary. First tug anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of tug anniversary, oh. if you guys are looking for somewhere to tug, I could tell you a couple of good locations where you could tug each other's pricks. Right, I'm like David. I'm Lumberjay. And I'm JC. And that's and Gay Taz. Taz. Gay, give me that mic. Give me that mic, Taz. I'm Rob Greer, referee extraordinaire. And this has been Best in Best Show. Best in Best Show. I paper just farted, <laughs> and we all appreciate it. That's so embarrassing for me. Burn now. Burn now. Burn now. Burn now. Oh, no, Roman Reigns. Oh, Gay Taz? Gloria! Oh,